You are now tuned into the DFPN, the Datfilling Podcast Network. Welcome to the Smoke Pit. It's Friday night, come and take a load off. Come sit in the Smoke Pit, it's time for us to show off. It's been a long week, come relaxing, get some lapsing, and let's talk about these brackets. And while we at it, tell me whose man's is this? Cause I got questions, I'm hoping you can answer it. Get ready, cause you know we gon' talk a lot of shit. It's Mac and Mac, welcome to the smoke pit. You thought that this shit was not about to happen tonight? That's what you thought. You thought wrong, motherfucker. That's what y'all thought? Come on now. They tried it. They tried it. (laughs) They tried it. They tried it. (laughs) Y'all knew we was going to come through here. What is going on, everybody? Welcome. or First of all, let me tell you, congratulations for making it through the work week. It's been a long week. I know for me, it's been a long work week. I don't know what it's been like for y'all. Um, but it's been a, a doozy of a week. You made it to Friday for Monday. So let me just congratulate y'all on that. And welcome you all to episode, is it 38? Are we at 38, Black? Episode 38, 38, sir. Welcome to episode 38 of The Smoke Pit. I am the illustrious, immaculate, always, always shining, always loving, Mac, aka your boy, and I'm joined by my guy. Go ahead, tell me who you are. Brand like a king, made as Kelvin Kaylee. Welcome back to the Smoke Pit, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, we got, hey, we going in tonight. We gonna talk about. We, we going shit. in tonight. We gonna talk. We about we going shit. in. Yes, 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 we are. <laughs> yes, we are. So right off the bat, let me let me start this off. By apologizing to our pitmasters who have been tuning in, who jumped in here at 6 o'clock, expecting Smoke Pit shenanigans to start off. Here we are at 8, 16, Western, Pacific, whatever you want to call it, time. Um, So on the East Coast, it is late over there, and I know it's late, and I'm so sorry. But here's what was going on. Uh, we had a whole call sign night here at the 607. I'm over here at Luke, Phoenix, Arizona. We had a call sign night for some of the guys going through training. And if you have been in the one Charlie Five shit, you know what that's like. If you have not, you don't know what that's like. But um, trying to ensure that this stuff gets uh, instilled in the younger generation, understanding why call signs are happening, why you got this name explaining my call sign to them and the story behind it and stuff it is it is a whole thing that (laughs) we are trying to do here to to kind of build up the morale and 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 the the new generation of one charlie five c2 bmos so that's where we've been at what does this say yo this man is gone i'm gone (laughs) taylor (laughs) taylor what is what you talking about I be on this shit all the time. <laughs> I be this hype all the time. Taylor Stiff. What you talking about? What you... What did Joanna say? Hold on, hold on. Let me look oh. at these comments real quick. So this is going to be a good one. 
Hold on. Oh, this is going to be a good show. This is going to be a good This is a good one. This is going to be a good one. This is going to be a good one. This is going to be a good one. So, so, tell, so this is 13 minutes, huh? Pause. Get out of here with that. We over here working. Uh, wait. So, y'all swap Mac. No hat, Kaylee. A hat. But I got to bounce. I'll catch y'all. All right, Joanna. Chill. You know this shit will be on the the, 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 park, the the group page, all that stuff. And then it'll be on Spotify and Patreon. So you good. Yep. I, I have never you seen right. you guys start a show so happy. What's wrong here? Mikey P. B. You know what? I, I, I feel a, I, I take some offense at that. Have we not started shows so happy, Black? Have we not started shows happy? No, we, we are, we're always happy. We're always happy. What have we been doing wrong to where tonight everybody's looking at it like, oh, shit, they turned the fuck up. They they wildin'. <laughs> and then we go back to Taylor and talk about yo, this man's gone. I'm not gone. I those of you who have been with me in Korea, you know what gone, what Mac being gone is. So we ain't gonna talk about that. If you and the yeah, com- Korea's a different animal. Korea's like that man's dying. <laughs> that's that's gone. That man's dying. Yo. He, he ain't gonna make it. <laughs> Shout out to Pitmaster Jackie Leach talking about y'all should have seen this man argue about sports for an hour straight. Low key, that was that was that was also a thing that was happening at this call sign night. My man was trying to argue how soccer was amazing and, and other sports were not, and I was like, I cannot let this. As who as, the fuck said that? Exactly. So who said that? <laughs> who? Who? They ain't in the group. They probably hey, listen. Listen, while this was going on, while this was going on, I was also recruiting group members to join the group. They was like, oh, shit, Sergeant McCoy, you got a podcast? I was like, oh, shit, you ain't know about this shit? Let me show <laughs> Let me bring up some video right quick. Let me bring up some videos right quick. They showed him. He's like, oh, shit, that is so dope. I love how you doing that. So maybe he might jump into this. He may, he may jump into this, but, you know. Sunshine, how, how Dave Chappelle did it as Rick Flair, <laughs> as, as Rick James. Sunshine, <laughs> come on in, come on in, play, come on in, player. We here. Come but, in, sit down, get welcome. Yes, get comfy. Yes, take yes. a load off. Yes, yes. So, I I will. Let me just say, I apologize. Because normally, you know, Black is the one run, uh, coming from work, sprinting home, trying to get in here, trying to get stuff started on time. But it was my fault tonight. Two hours late. Two hours late. That's your boy. That's me right now. I'm two hours late. Um, but how I feel about Fuck it, it, fuck it. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> How I feel about it right now, eh. Y'all will be all right. Y'all can, y'all can go back and listen to the audio. Y'all can watch this live. I don't care. But, um, yeah, we got a, we got a good show for you tonight. Um, I will say we will try to be lighthearted with stuff later on. But starting to show off, we're going to get into some real shit. But uh, I want to get yep. into shouting out the sponsors. Uh, if Black, you would be so kind to share the link to all the groups. Um, yep, you go ahead and do that. I will do that. Okay, so out the gate, you know, every week we want to shout out the sponsors. So shout out plugs, earbuds, 
right? So go to www.gettheplugs.com and you can get some wireless earbuds uh, cheaper than your Galaxy Pods or AirPods or whatever it is, whatever phone you got, either Samsung or, or, or I, I, iPhone at this point. Go to this website, www.gettheplugs.com. You can get some quality wireless earbuds for less than these competition uh, iPad or iPhone, iPods, i whatever the fuck it is. And, you know, AirPods and Galaxy Pods, whatever. Just go there, put in code INT15. Get a discount, get the same quality sound and less expensive earpods. So try that out at gettheplugs.com. Audioswim.com is the website you want to go to if you're trying to upload any kind of music, any kind of record, any 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 track that you either produce, wrapped on, whatever. If you're trying to get this on the premier streaming services, Amazon. Apple Music, Google Music, uh, uh, Sound, like what, whatever streaming services are out there, Audio Swim can do this for you for five dollars a track. So it's up to you. Just hit up AudioSwim.com, check it out, upload your tracks there, and then finally, we got PremierElement.com. If you are trying to be represented with either uh, music, uh, speaking engagements. Uh, public like like whatever you want to do check them out they got representation for sports representation branding um you know all all, all of the things just check them out at www.premierelement.com not premier elements because that'll take you to adobe and they're going to want you to download some stuff premier element.com that is where you want to go they will hook you up. So check them out. Now we got a band camp. Black. When I got here and I logged in, <laughs> I heard music. And I heard your voice on this music. And I heard your voice on music that I haven't heard before. So I assumed, I put two and two and two together. And I assumed, I assumed, let me know if I'm wrong. I assumed Mac is previewing his new album. Black is out here showing out. Was I correct? Was I correct in that assumption? You are, you are correct in that assumption. Now, now that I'm correct, where is this album at? Where is it at? So it was supposed to come out yesterday. Uh -huh. uh, did not come out yesterday. Oh. That's because, that's because I'm waiting on two verses. <laughs> yeah. So we're on standby. I have standby. not gotten these two verses yet. We're on standby. But when I get these two verses, the album will be complete and out. So you are previewing this on Patreon, right? Yes. Okay. Which leads me to my next sponsor. Well, let, <laughs> let me go back. Let me go back. So if you're not subscribed to the Dad Feeling Bandcamp, you're missing out on some good music. Now you may be already subscribed to Apple Music, Google Music, Amazon Prime, Unlimited Music, all that good stuff. And if you are cool, because some of our music is there as well. You know what I'm saying? Some of the music is there as well. 
We got East Minis Before You Get Home there. We got Dad Feeling uh, collaboration albums one and two on there. You know, all that stuff is out there. But some exclusive stuff is being dropped on the Bandcamp by, first of all, our general Mark Sox. Salute to him. Every week dropping new heat. East Mini just dropped some stuff today. The the the, the resident R&B man of the, the, the group. Salute, Cooley High. <laughs> that is getting dropped. Um, my man Black just told y'all that if he's he's waiting on two verses and that stuff will be premiered on that uh, that that filling band camp, so that'll be on there as well. And it's only as, as low as three dollars a month. Three dollars a month, you can get on there, see the music, listen to it. Down, you can even download the music to have on your your phone, your laptop, computer, yep. whatever. Bandcamp or actually www.dadfillin.bandcamp.com lowest $3 a month go on there look at listen to all the music because I'm about to start posting some clips of my favorite like y'all know I've been on this lo-fi tip lately like lo-fi hip-hop beats have been my shit that's how I've been getting through the day when I have work to do I'm at work I'm listening to lo-fi hip-hop I'm about to start posting some clips like just snippets of my man Wizards Beast, his album uh, 10 Mil Tone, where he's using lo fi beats. And it is the greatest thing that, that, that I, I just want to share it with y'all. I can't share y'all the whole clips, but I'm going to share y'all something of that. And that's only on the Bandcamp. It's not on the Amazons. <laughs> it's not on the Apples. It's not on the Googles. It's only on the Amazon or the the Amazons. The Bandcamp. <laughs> so check that out. www.deathfilling.bandcamp.com. And speaking, when we were talking about Patreon, my man sharing his music with the Patreon. How, how, Mac, Mac. How can I, your boy? Yeah. How can I get in on this? Let me tell you. Can, let me let me let me tell y'all something.ww.patreon.com/slash/dadfillingpodcast. You go there, as low as three dollars a month. You get exclusives to behind the scenes, pre-shows, codes to discounts on the merch, ad-free podcast episodes before they get released to the public. All of this good stuff, $3 a month. And then you you join up with the Patreon. Let me tell you something. Every three months, you have a chance to win 100 bucks. 100 bucks. I just gave away 25 today. What? How? Yeah, I did. How? We played a game of, uh, we played a game of Black Card Revoke. Winner got 25. Look at that. Money. Free money. <laughs> Patreon got that money. Well, you could have that money if you sign up for the Patreon. You know what I'm saying? Every three months, yep. every quarter, we're giving a hundred bucks to the Patreon member. You know what I'm saying? Uh ten dollar, like there's three dollar and there's a ten dollar tier. Ten dollar tier, you get discounts, serious discounts to the merch, which we'll get into a bit later. But we are also planning on doing a little bit more for the ten dollar. Uh, tier, i.e., bonus episodes, 
they can comment on it. They get it way ahead of the, the $3 Patreon members, which is the lower tier. And then also the public, when it gets to Spotify, Google Podcasts, all that stuff. So fuck with us over here at www.patreon.com slash podcast. And please believe it is, it is not a game. Like, you join the Patreon, you're going to get free shit. Like, we just gave out free shot glasses to Patreon members. Did we not? Did we not? We giving yep. out free patches. They posting them in the group. We giving out free patches to the Patreons, are we not? We giving out free patches. I think we doing that. We doing a good job with that. And then, people who are not Patreons are hitting us up, like, give us shot glasses. Like, after these last shipments that I shipped out today, we got 10 glasses left out of the 50 10 glasses 10 shot glasses left to ship out to the world so if you want them let us know in the group let us know in the group or just hit us up in the inbox whatever either me or black if you know us you can hit us up we there let us roll into the merch yep when i tell you let me talk my shit a little bit me and Black. When we started this podcast shit, where were we at? Where where were we at, Black? Where were we at? Oh man. We were on the phone, bro. The phone. <laughs> we were using the phone, the phone trying to do this shit. Did you ever think that we would be where we were at with the amount of merch that we have available? for them to buy no never that was never a part of the plan bro like merch was never yeah we, we just we it never was never a part of the merch point. was a thing we thought who would nope. buy who would buy merch with our brand on it like who are we to design merch who are we like we're not there we're not joe rogan we're not joe budden we're 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 we're, we're no ones However, let me the smoke pad, the smoke pit podcast fan group. Y'all have been showing out in the Teespring. Major. Major. I I go and I check randomly and I see the amount of orders that have been passed or 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 placed, and I'm just in shock. So if you're listening to this, or if you're watching. Check us out. Go to teespring.com and search for Dad Feeling Podcast. Check out all the merch we have, not only for the smoke pit, but check us out for Wrestling With My Thoughts. Eh, look at this. Oh, speaking of that. New uh, shit. Uh, uh, New uh, shit. Uh, look at this NWO. Uh, I haven't got mine yet. NWO shit, Wrestling With My Thoughts Podcast. Clean. Clean. I'm talking about he made this Clean. himself. He made this himself. He didn't go and have somebody design it. He went and learned how to do this himself. That's the shit I'm talking about. That's the shit I'm talking about. When we doing shit like that, how can you not support? So wrestling with my thoughts. Real food podcast. Fuck you on me podcast. Um, new podcast alert. My art, my rules. Brother Marquise, his manager, Nicole. If you are not a Patreon member, you have not heard the pilot episode. It'll come out sooner or later. 
It's it actually be. on YouTube right now. Oh, is it? That on is going now? to be a DFP. Yeah, it's going to be exclusive to the DFP and YouTube. Okay. Listen, check that out because if you have not heard the brother Marquise interview by uh, East Smitty and Hip Hop Chief, aka Conscious Rhyme, um, on a previous episode of Real Food. Tea is being spilled on this whole Two Life Crew, Uncle Luke, whatever it is. But check that out. Get your own opinion. Listen to it. Come up with your own thoughts. That's a whole thing that's going on there. But merch is out there. Check it out. If you're a Patreon member, $10 tier, you get an awesome ass discount code that gets you a, a super discount on the merch that we have in the Teespring. So, ha! That's all I got, Black. But what, what, what did I miss? What, what did I miss? You missed nothing. What you missed miss? nothing, my guy. Nothing. You didn't miss nothing. nothing. Oh, by the way, uh, Apple's in here, and she says she's hiding the liquor from you. So, <laughs> before that, though, we need to take a shot. What? Yeah, look, watch. Look. What is happening here? What? Is... See, look. <laughs> I, I am like this all the time. This ain't even drunk me. <laughs> she was with me in Korea. She knows drunk Will. This ain't drunk Will. Oh my gosh, she's embarrassing me. Oh my god. Oh my god. My god. <laughs> oh my god. All right, man, let's take a shot. <laughs> I got. Oh, you got your glass. Oh my god, I came out here with my shot. Yeah, but before own. you before you get cut off, you know what I'm saying? We gotta take a shot. Okay. That's not even Max Final Form. <laughs> That's even my Final Form. <laughs> Shout out to the anime watchers out there. So I don't have my shot glass out here. I got my 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 whiskey glass out here. So full of Crown Peach straight. Whatever it is. So Ooh. shout out shout out to everybody who has gotten their glass. I'm glad everybody has gotten their glass intact. I be rapping the fuck out of that shit because in my mind, I be like, they're going to break the fuck out of Boy, this shit. Boy, did you rap? I be rapping. <laughs> Shout out to, to Black because he was like, you rap this shit like Jesus in the manger. And I sure the fuck do. I be... <laughs> 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 that glass be like, let me breathe, motherfucker. Let me breathe. I be like, nah. I don't know where you going. I can't trust the fucking postal yeah. service. But it Bitch, I'm not gonna break. I promise. <laughs> nah, nah. <laughs> I don't trust your ass. Shut the fuck up. Get wrapped the fuck. Get wrapped the fuck up. Get out of here. <laughs> but now nah, I'm glad everybody's getting oh, their glasses. Um, Cause sooner or later, when we hit 1.5, best believe we doing a video shot, and I want everybody who got a glass to get in that shit. Cause I want to see glasses with our logo on it and our family on it, our Hell supporters yeah. in it. And I want to see y'all take a shot with your boys back and Mac. And it's going to be a beautiful thing. So keep posting those pictures in there. And when Merch Monday comes around, hey, take a picture with that merch, that, that, that glass. And you'll be entered into this uh, Merch Monday giveaway at the end of the month. And it's going to be a beautiful thing. So just keep that up. Keep showing pictures of the merch. If you're buying a t-shirt, got a shot glass, got a patch, whatever. Um, also, let me tell you, Black. I'm over here. What up? Motherfuckers at the 607th here is wanting patches. 
is wanting patches. They're looking at me like, what these patches, guru? What, what these patches run? And I'm just like, I gotta talk to my 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 uh, constituent, my 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 brother over <laughs> here. I gotta I gotta talk to my guy over here, black, cause black be having the patches over here. So you know, uh, I will I will send I will send them your way. Okay, okay. I will send them your way. Cause they thirsty over here. You know how people be thirsty for patches and shit. God yep. for God forbid we make coins. Cause I don't know what's gonna happen. We make coins. Listen, let me tell you something. If 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 we get to the point where we have coins, you will not be able to tell me shit. Okay? You won't be able to tell me shit. If we get coins, <laughs> you will not be able to tell me shit. Shit at all. <laughs> Nothing. You will be able to tell me nothing. Because when these OCP, that's when we've arrived. When these we've OCP, arrived when we have points. When these OCP patches come in, people are already asking about them. I'm just like, calm down. They ain't even here yet. No, 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 no. Don't, don't ask me nothing. Don't ask me nothing yet. I don't know. Wouldn't patches that man? I don't. Yeah. I exactly. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Exactly. That's how they be. That's how they be. Hey, yo. So you got these OCP joints, or, uh, or what's up with that? Do we get these color patches? Or I, I don't. I, I don't know nothing. I did just live your life. I will. I will I let you shit. know. I will let you know when shit becomes available. Just live your life. Don't ask me nothing. Don't ask me nothing. 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 Don't you nothing. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I really want to shout out to all y'all who have supported, have bought shot glasses, have bought patches, have been supporting us in the Patreon, bro. Yeah. Like, like when 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 we look, y'all, at, you guys when, are amazing. When we look, I want to give a real big shout out to uh, Stewie too. Bro, Stewie hit us up for fifty. Bro, he came in the door. I'm like Stewie. Blabla. Fifty. Okay. I'm like tone that's that my down. Tone that down to ten dollars a month because yeah. I I feel bad. I feel we are not producing fifty dollars a month type production or products or content yet. We'll get there. Yes. We'll 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 get there. We'll trust me, we'll get there. But right now, thanks for coming in the door with fifty. If you want to tone that down cool if you want to keep it at 50 cool not gonna blame we're gonna try to do shit to make 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 it worth your time bro trust me yeah yeah (laughs) trust me dog 50 a month i'm just like whoa my god the 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 bar has just been raised on what people are expecting at this point so yeah um, i appreciate now i'm like i gotta work i gotta work now (laughs) (laughs) now i gotta do shit so what a look, 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 look at Stewie in here talking about what about them coins, dog? <laughs> what about them coins, dog? We working, we working on it, Stewie. Trust. But um, when the when them OCP tap patches come through, um, I will say that all the debt forever. So the guys who signed up with us on Patreon from the jump, and then the debt VIP members, yep. they will get patches for free. And then those who are just Patreon members at the $3 tier will get them for 5 And then everybody else that will be at 10 So 
That is that yep. is the going out plan for these patches when they get in. I only ordered 50. Um, and then the 50 shot glasses was a good thing. Because after these next shipment goes out, we'll be sitting here at 12 or 10, depending on, on, on the order. Good. But we'll be at 10 left. So, I mean, it, it's, it's all looking good. Merch is selling. And if there's demand for more shot glasses, we can order more as long as we, we know people are going to buy them. So it's all good here at the right. Smoke Pit. And it's all thanks to you guys, the, the pit masters in the community. Keep it up. Keep supporting us. And we will continue to provide things and giveaways and, and such for you guys to represent us. Yep. And, you know, yep. I'm, I'm down for that. I'm down for that. Cool. All right. Damn. So we... 20, 30 minutes into this thing and we sitting here giving everybody shout outs and shit. So it's cool. Yep. <laughs> I'm, I'm about to take a shot though. So here's to y'all. To the, to the to the people. To, to the, the people, people. To the pit masters. Thank you for making us as great thank as you guys you. made us. Yes, thank you. What was in your shot glass? Woo! What was in your shot glass? The only thing worthy of it. Ooh. Yo, so at our call sign night, some student brought that in as a gift to the bar. I was like, you know your shit, my guy. You know your shit. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Woodford Reserve, huh? You know it. You've joined, you've joined illustrious company. You know your shit. Yeah. I will the pass. sheriff hereby acknowledges yes. you. I will, <laughs> I will pass you. I will pass you on your next ride, sir. Continue. Live your life. <laughs> <laughs> Be oh, merry. Live. Cool, cool, cool. So, uh, so, uh, so, what we got from today, Black? What we got from tonight? What you want to talk? Um, about? you know what, man? Uh, so, I did, I did a game in Patreon. So, shout out to the people that came to Patreon uh, uh -huh. for the Smoke Pit. So, I played a game of uh, Black Card Revoked. Um, so, I'm gonna play that game here tonight. So, if you're in here, uh, stick around. You'll have a chance to uh, play with us. We'll make this interactive. Uh, we'll try to make it as easy as possible because I know it ain't all black people in here. But uh, <laughs> I picked the cards that, that could relate to pretty much everyone. So uh, we'll play a game of that. But before we do that, man, we got to get into some real shit, bro. So, okay. you know what I mean? Our first thing, our first thing we're going to do tonight, we're going to get into some real shit. So let's be real about it. Um, I should have took the shot right now. But no, nah, it's it. cool. Um, but but um, as you guys know, there's been a lot of headlines, news, uh, videos circulating about uh, things going on in the black community. So we want to address that shit, bro. Um, the first thing I want to talk about, if you cool with it, is the lieutenant. Uh, that was pulled over and uh, he was stopped and he was maced and uh, you know shit went left yep. and it didn't have to yep. so my, my first question and I want to pose this I want to pose this to anybody that, that, that cares to answer like what fucking more 
do black people have to do to be like just looked at as as human you know what i'm saying like what more what more do we have to do like what what's going on with us you know what i'm saying like what what's happening what's happening with us so here's what because here's 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 what i'll say i just happen to be on instagram and I follow an individual by the name of Marcellus Wiley. If nobody knows who that is, um, he used to be a former NFL defensive lineman. Um, He used to be with ESPN on Sport Nation. Now he's over on Fox Sports. Took the place of Jason Whitlock, who everybody was just like, is a a yes man. And follow me with this. Now he's on there with uh, I forget his name. I know his last name is Acho. I forget his first name, but it's it's two black guys on the show. Uh, speak for yourself. He yeah. had he had a segment where he's like, I'm gonna just talk real. I'm gonna just talk real, like group text. I'm gonna just be real. Just comply. Just comply. 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 Just if you comply, none of this stuff would happen, right? Um, just comply. And after the incident. Uh, if if the officer was in the wrong, then you sue him and all this other stuff. And the 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 comments and and I jumped in his comments and like I I see what he's trying to do. You know what I'm saying? I see where he's just like my people, black people, don't do stuff that amplifies the situation to heighten the risk of bad shit happening to you but at the same time people were posting comments of Tamir Rice he didn't have a chance to comply he was just out there playing with a gun got shot uh was it Philando Castile uh he was complying 100% yeah. in Minneapolis or Minnesota he was complying the whole way and still got shot in front of his yep. wife and his kids um uh Who's the dude? Uh, I'm, I feel bad that I'm forgetting the names because there's so many, and it, it's just like there's so it's many. It's yeah, there's so many so, happening that like who, it's hard to remember the, the names. Individual now. that you used in your "Black Is Beautiful" song at the end. Oh, Elijah, uh, Elijah McCain, McLean, Elijah McLean. Yeah, yeah. Was 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 cooperating and was trying to talk to him calmly. Uh, the lieutenant and and th- there's an individual in the group shout out pitmaster uh Dan uh god damn it I, I forget his name but he <laughs> no 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 and like I he he was a previous law officer before joining the military so he was trying to explain why the officers were doing what they were doing um so so he here here's me here's me black white whatever um when 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 we talk about reform the the level of zero to a hundred real quick that officers get to when it is not a threatening environment that is the shit we need to talk about because the lieutenant in the car albeit yes they were like get out the car he was not getting out the car he was just asking questions why could the officers not answer the questions calmly to let them know what the fuck was going on instead of taking right. the shit 
as disrespect and then taking it to a fucking another level of you about to ride the lightning. Like, just tell him why the fuck he got pulled over. Tell him why the fuck this shit is happening. Tell him, you know, just explain the stuff because it's both hands are out the window. He's just asking what is what the fuck is going on? Just tell me why am I being treated like this? You know, and and here here's my here's my thing. Go ahead. Here's my thing on that. Go ahead. Right? So and I thought about this since that shit happened. Like I recount it because I have been pulled over in uniform, right? I have been. Um and it was and maybe the fact that I was even in uniform probably saved my life a couple times because of where I got pulled over at. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um the fact that the fact that so I look at my own experiences, right? And the times I got pulled over, I'm in uniform. The cop sees me in uniform, right? He sees me in uniform. And he says, he says, so why are you going so fast? And nine times out of 10, like I had a reason. Like I'm running late for work. I just don't want to be late, blah, blah, blah. Or I got to get back home because I'm leaving soon. I got to I gotta get back, you know what I'm saying? So I'm driving, trying to make my time. Um, and I was truthful in all of the cases, right? Um, but it's the fact that I had on the uniform, like the cop was like, just slow down. You know what I'm saying? You're in uniform, just slow down. Um, it'll be okay. You don't need to drive so fast. You know what I'm saying? Call your unit or whatever. Um, the fact that, that that guy got pulled over, he's in uniform. He's in uniform. I can't stress this out enough. The guy is in uniform. Mm -hmm. And the threat was made. I don't know if people know what ride the lightning means. Um, but to black people, that shit means something. Like, ride lightning means your ass about to die. Like, you about to die. Like, that, that is hands down a threat. You know what I'm saying? When when people say you about, especially in the South, which he was in Virginia, which is technically considered the South. Um, when they say you about to ride the lightning, like, the, the, the sense of alert goes up. You know what I'm saying? So, being that, being that, this wasn't even looked at like him being a uniform wasn't even looked at you know what i'm saying and yeah. according to according to the reports like the guy was like the stretch road they tried to pull me over on like it, it was unsafe for my vehicle so i rode down got to the nearest safe place i could which was the gas station that had lights on it and that's when all the shit went down. We don't know what happened before that, but it was the fact that this dude was in uniform and that shit wasn't even looked at, period. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't looked at at all. It was just like, something bad about to happen to you, bro. Something bad is about to happen to you. You know what I'm saying? Like, that shit, it, it's, it's angering, really. It's really angering because the fact that the fact that that dude could have died, that dude could have died in his uniform. If they, if they, if he really wanted to, that cop, that cop could have killed that dude. He could have. Yeah. But the fact that he was in uniform wasn't even like it wasn't even a, a factor. Like he came out guns drawn. The other cop, the other cop clearly knew this shit was wrong. Mm. Like, 
if you look at the video, the the other cops like, man, yeah. just get out the car, bro. Like, like, yeah. bro, just get out the car. You, you, like, you, can, see, you like, can see it on his face. Like, the other yeah. guy was taking the shit zero to a hundred, and this the other cop yeah, was looking went, at him like, why, why you, why does it have to be like this? Like, answer his questions. You know, like, it, it's it's a whole thing. Like, I'm I'm sitting here watching this. And shit. like, go ahead. Go ahead. If I if, if I'm in uniform, if I'm in uniform and like guns is on me, like of course I'm gonna be I'm gonna be fucking petrified. You know what I'm saying? At this point, I'm gonna be fucking petrified. Because I'm in uniform and a gun is on me. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't know I don't know what you're about to do. You know what I'm saying? Like my my brain would have been like, take the fuck off. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Cause there's a gun on you. There's a gun on you. A, I'm in uniform. B, he don't see that shit. C, and he's talking heavy. You know what I'm saying? He's talking real heavy. Fuck that. You got to catch me. You know what I'm saying? I'm out. I'll explain this shit to the first sergeant in the morning. Like, listen, this shit, this shit went all the way to fuck left. Bro. Right, like, right, right, right. This shit went all, like, I'm worried about my safety, my life at this point. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And granted, and granted, if the dude did have like a weapon or some shit, like that shit could have went so terrible. You know what I'm saying? It could have went terrible. But it's the fact that the dude was in uniform and like, bro. And but I see the comment too from AD. He's like, if that's that shit though, if you leave in fear of your life, that's a crime. I'd rather go to jail for that shit, bro. Like for real. I'd rather go to jail for that shit. Because if, if I'm sitting there, if I'm sitting there and I'm scared and there's a gun on me, you know what I'm saying? Like, this dude probably was going to kill me any fucking way. You know what I'm saying? Like, he had it on his mind. The, the fact that he said you about to ride the lightning, that shit is on your mind, bro. It's on your motherfucking mind. At this point in time, that shit is on your mind. I got to get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Either that or if, if it's a gun in the car, I'm clapping. Like, fuck that because yeah, I'm, I'm 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 at this point where um there's a comedian uh ryan davis who who has done multiple videos talking about uh social um instances and and things going on and he's he's pretty on point with what he's talking about and there's a video that of his that i shared and it, you know, if I came here and I was more prepared, I would have had it queued up. But um, short, short story short, he was like, he agrees that everybody should comply. Like, lieutenant should have complied. Whatever you want, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a come out of the car. I'm a comply. I even talked to a uh, coworker of mine that I work with. He's like, bro, I, I am not for cops wilding the fuck out. Uh, if they pull up on me, guns drawn, wilding the fuck out, I will comply to the fullest. And then once the shit is done, if they are in the wrong, I'm gonna fuck their lives up. And I'm just like, atta boy. Uh, granted, this 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 coworker of mine is white, so I'm not saying he has a a a buffer around him, but um, I, I'm just saying when when the 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 default excuse the excuse and defense of people when they see 
the lieutenant video or uh, any other video where a black or a, a minority is killed or harassed or injured or, or whatever by a cop is like just stop defying him and just comply I go back to Fl Philando Castile complying did everything right did everything let him right. know hey man I got a gun in the car I have a license for it dead yes god that that's the and still get shot this recent yep, this recent thing with this 13 year old um i i don't want to bring in my phone and sit there and search he had a gun he had a gun he was running from the cops yep um the cop ran up to him told him to drop the weapon this individual dropped the weapon behind the fence put both hands up showing no weapon and was still shot so now i'm sitting here wondering i'm wondering what what the next excuse is comply just comply and it's cool we comply and we still get shot so what else do we have to do to not get shot and I li listen, listen, everybody who's watching this, listen to everybody who's watching this. I I wanted to come on here and have a fun show. I really did. I really did. But this whole week, I've been holding this stuff in. And I'm just asking the people who are watching. I know we're all races, all creeds, all backgrounds, all different ethnic ethnicities. Uh, all this other stuff. <laughs> and me. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just, I'm just asking you guys what it, what is, what is your guys' thoughts on how to fix this, man? Because I'm, I'm sitting here as a black dude. I don't want to just keep pulling the black card, the black card, the black card. And then yesterday, I, I see an actual body cam video of a Hispanic individual at 13 who had a gun. You, you, here's where I'm at with this shit, Black. He had a gun running from the cop. If the cop would have shot him in the back with the thought of he's going to run out there and shoot, he, he, he is a potential danger to civilians. Cool. Except. But to run him down and to say the words, drop the gun... When you say the words drop the gun, you're just like, if you drop the gun, shit is cool. I will arrest you and we will proceed from there. Drop the gun. The individual drops the gun and he still gets shot. Is He complied to the order, right? The order was to drop the gun, right? Yeah. He, dro he dropped the gun. He put his hands up to show the officer, I have no gun. And the officer still shot him black what 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 else like like it, it feels it feels There's redundant. Nothing else, it feels redundant asking you as a black dude you know what yeah. i'm saying me and you are in the same page i'm asking people who are watching get do do you have cheat codes do you do you have something that we can provide to minorities to 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 anybody who is being harassed by cops 
to the point where we can do some shit that they're saying, well, if you comply, you don't get shot. Well, we see examples of people complying and they get shot. I'm, I'm sitting here all week at work with this in my heart. Like, <sighs> because I work with people who, who are so blue lives, you know, not, not blue lives matter, but just listen to the cop and you'll be fine. Like, there's a total example multiple, multiple examples of, of, of people following cops orders and they still get shot it's like what what's the next step like what what do, what do you guys know that we don't know as minorities like what do we what do you know that we don't know because i also saw a video posted by pitmaster brown olivia of a white dude getting out the car with a fucking ar-15 shooting a cop up fatal shooting and I was just like, how does this shit even happen when we can't even get the fuck out the, the car without getting fucking tased and maced and shit? Like, what, what, what is, what is going on? What are, what are we doing wrong, Mac? Yeah. What are we doing wrong, Mac? Tell me, please, please. Let me, let me, let me, let me, let me read something for you real quick. Okay. Right. The Emmett Till Anti-Lynching Act was a bill introduced to the United States House of Representatives on January 3rd, 2019. The bill was named after Emmett Till, who was lynched in 1955, sparking national and international outrage. As of today, this bill has not passed. This bill went into effect because of the, of the, of the string and killings. So as of today, it is still, it is still legal to lynch a black person. And that is the root of the problem. I... Like, so, this, this Derek... Chauvin, Chauvin, whatever the fuck this motherfucker's name is, whoever had their knee on George Floyd trial is going on. And we're watching this at work. And, and, I mean, it's, it's like we'll watch it at work, you know, and, and we kind of get to a point where, you know, maybe, maybe let's watch something else. You know, let's, let's watch some, some garbage ass TV, some TLC thousand pound sister shit you know 90 day fiance you know just to lighten the mood just to laugh at some motherfuckers and shit because there's people on both sides of the situation there's people who probably look at it like eh, Derek Chauvin is cool like he didn't do nothing wrong and then there's people like me who are like why are we bringing up drugs in this trial like why are you trying to make it seem like drugs is the reason this man is is not here with us? Like this whole knee on the neck thing right. did not happen. Like the minute right. this motherfucker announced that he could it was not breathe, in the, car. the minute like, he announced that he could not breathe, the officer should have got up and provided life saving services or whatever until the EMT showed up. Like there's a whole lot of things we could talk about with this black, but it's just like I I feel like. And hold up, let me just say this first, first and foremost. So if you follow DFPN, uh, a new episode of Real Food Podcast is out. East Smitty is talking about mm-hmm. some real shit that is going on. Um, 
but here's the thing I, I, I want to make as a disclaimer for myself, not as DFPN, not as the network or whatever. And I noticed this when I re-listened to my 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 episode with Nat, Nat Martin. When we were talking about the Stop Agent Hate and the shooting that happened in Atlanta at the salons and all that stuff, she was like, I want to talk about uh, back in China, there were Chinese people that were refusing african-americans to stay and, and, and whatever and stuff like that let me just say this first and foremost that has nothing to do with the people here in america that is all chinese shit if you want to talk about that shit and hold them people accountable that is in china these people in atlanta who got shot and killed had nothing to do with the shit that was happening in china so black people let me just say this black people quit being like well i mean asian people do be racist and shit hold individuals black people hold individuals accountable for their actions that shit happening in china where they're not letting black people stay in hotels go to china this person at this whole this this massage parlor or this spa in atlanta had no business had no 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 ties to the shit that is happening in china because they're here in atlanta don't try to be like well racist people and like asian people be racist to black people those people god damn it like this is this is shit i'm talking about this is shit i'm talking about yep i love black people because i'm black (laughs) i'm black i'm black we can't sit here and continue to point at other races be like well y'all were racist to us so when all last year during the summer and black you've seen it the crowds for Black Lives Matter stand up, support, quit doing this to black people. You did you the the cornucopia of people who were out there supporting this is was beautiful. It was a beautiful thing. It was beautiful. A beautiful yeah, thing. You have you have people from all races and creeds supporting this. So when it comes now to stop Asian hate, now black people are just like, yeah, stop Asian hate. But Chinese people were wilding in China, like, bro, we talking about here in America. Like, these people have a salon. Yeah. They have a nail spa thing. They're trying to make a living. This white dude just showed up, shot him up. Talk about I'm having a bad day. I'm sexually frustrated. These sex workers ain't fucking with me right now, so I shot him up. Like. Exactly. <laughs> we got. We got we got shit going on here, bro. Like these people came these people came here these people came here. God bless them. You know what I'm saying? Because half you motherfuckers wouldn't be touching feet. So God bless them because they do a wonderful job. I'm just saying, black people are so quick to try to turn racism into a thing. Like black people, like. Are, are, are we are we really about to just sit here and quantify and just put in a fucking box just make it a monolith of all Asian Americans are racist against black people because of some shit 
that people did in China. Because if that's the case, we can't be mad when other people look at black people as a monolith and be like, well, y'all be out here wilding on these drugs and selling shit and gang banging and all this other shit. Like, we, we, we ask people mm-hmm. to look at us as individuals and like, yo, this ain't us. Look at me. Look at my, my, my actions, my, my, all this other stuff, my resume, all this other shit. But then we're going to see there. Well, uh, I will say before I get into this, Chinese people have been wilding out. Like, stop. Stop. Yeah, that, that's Lil, in China. Lil Uzenberg got a whole infinity stone here. in his head. Y'all want to talk about? Yeah, Asian we people. talk about here in Atlanta. We talk about here in America. Like, if this Chinese person was racist and you saw it and you know you have record of this person being racist, then yeah, we can talk about it. But up until then, just because people in China have been racist, don't think people Chinese Americans relate to the shit that's happening in China. Like don't They came here to get away from that shit. Quit using that shit to be like (laughs) They came here to get away from that shit. Cause I'd be like, stop Asian hate. And people be like, Well, just so you know, I would be remiss if I didn't talk about how Chinese people was hating on black people in China. That's a whole nother podcast, bro. You know, that's a whole nother podcast. We'll talk about this shit on another podcast. But now in America, if you fucking with Asian Americans because you think they have COVID. You a fucking asshole. I'm gonna just say it. I don't give a fuck. You a fucking asshole. If you think because they're Asian, they're bringing you COVID, shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. And get your fucking shots. Say say it one more time. Or say Say it one more time. Say it one more time. Stop it. Stop it. Stop. Okay, I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna say it again. I'm gonna say it again. I'm gonna say it again. If you're here in America, and, and and those who are in the Smoke Pit Podcast, I'm assuming, because I know some of y'all, I know most of y'all, Black knows most of y'all, and some of y'all are in here because of, because of mutual friends. I'm assuming we are grown enough to know that when we look at an Asian American, we're not just like, you are a sleeper cell sitting here by China to send cold. Nobody here wants COVID. Everybody here wants shit to go back to to, to normal. Like it's 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 not a fucking sleeper cell type shit. Don't do shit to Asian Americans because you think they have COVID. That's say you beat up somebody with COVID. Say you beat up somebody. Does that get rid of COVID? Does that get rid of COVID? No. That doesn't. No, you just got it. Actually. What? That doesn't get rid of COVID, Mac? No. You're telling me... If anything... You're telling me shooting eight Asian people in, at work does not put a dent in COVID. That's what you're telling me, Black. That's what you're telling me right now? Yeah. Won't even won't even touch it. If anything... So here's the, here's the logic behind that. So let's kill somebody with COVID. Let's get close to somebody with COVID. Mm-hmm. Guess what? If they did have it, your dumbass just got it. Genius. Because you were close to them. Like, yep. what sense does that make? It, it, it makes none at all. And, and oh, 
Oh, hold up, hold up, hold up. Keep, up. keep that comment up. Okay, keep that, okay. keep okay, that so. comment up. Okay, keep it go. up. No, 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 no. Let's be let's be very, very, very clear. Okay. Uh, that same energy, that same energy goes out to people in Africa because people in Africa don't even, well, they, they're more accepting now in places, mm -hmm. but they didn't even like us. You know what I'm saying? They didn't even like, they didn't even like black people. If nope. we're going to be, if we're going to be a thousand percent real about that shit, yep. let's be a thousand. They didn't, they didn't like us either. You know what I'm saying? They didn't like us. Hell, half of them, the, the motherfucking reason we here anyway. So if you wanna if you wanna put it if you wanna put it like that, yeah, we're gonna be all the way a thousand. That they they responsible for us being here too. So yeah, we on that same frequency. That, that shit ain't gonna change. Yeah, they they're 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 letting us go there now. I, I get that. Some some countries like Ghana, uh even Nigeria, um Ethiopia is becoming more acceptable, South Africa is uh starting to allow dual citizenships i know because i looked um there was a, there was a point in time i was really serious about moving to africa uh so i oh. did my research on it but but uh let's be a thousand that love that love that love don't go don't go too far you know what i'm saying <laughs> they 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 allowing us they allowing us but look it's on they shit you know what I'm saying? Yep. And a lot of y'all, a lot of y'all traveling, a lot of y'all thinking about that shit. Y'all need to know one motherfucking thing. Here, here, as as fucked up as shit is here, you go back to Africa, you're gonna be living by their rules. You know what I'm saying? Like you that's that's the one thing you gotta know. You're gonna be living by their shit. Yeah. So you ain't free. You ain't free like you are here. We could talk about this shit openly and freely. You know what I'm saying? You can't do that type of shit there. And a lot of shit, a lot of shit is different. And a lot of people find that shit out real fast. Yeah. Your ass ain't free. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But what is freedom? In the long run, what is freedom? It's a fucking state of mind. You as free as you allow yourself to be. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So what I what I would like to see is, is what is what uh Pitmaster Carl said. Everybody love everybody. Um, especially if you're here, man. But but for the black people, like that shit, uh, it, there's a lot of times we don't feel it. Mm. You know what I'm saying? There's yeah. a lot of times we don't feel it. Yeah, we hear we Americans, uh, but a lot of times it's hard to feel. It's hard to feel love when you feel like you feel like an adopted child. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, we feel like the people under the stairs some fucking time. You know what I'm saying? Like we gotta we gotta spread light. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, but it, it hurts. It hurts when you see that type of shit. It hurts when you see that type of shit. People getting killed and gunned down, um, or even just stopped or walking around the neighborhood because um, some dude feel like you don't belong there. Um, but he got it. He got a wife that you know what I'm saying. He got a dependent. You know what I'm saying? Like shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Like. It's hard. It's hard to feel loved when you when you feel like you. And listen, I'm gonna talk about this this whole the the dude walking around the neighborhood Do and, it. The, and the other guy, Do it, the army some, guy. Yes. Listen, listen. Um, I get it. You trying to protect your neighborhood. I get that. I get that. Um, 
believe it or not, same type of shit happens in black neighborhoods, but it happens completely different, uh, especially out in LA. You know what I'm saying? If you go out in LA and you you look foreign, uh, they they simply ask a question, and your life could depend on it. You know what I'm saying? So I get that you're defending your turf. I get that. Um, but here's what I want to here's what I want to bring up. Okay, that dude that he that he walked up on was probably about five five, maybe 120 pounds, soaking wet. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So he felt he felt bold. He felt bold walking up on him, putting his hands on him, pushing him. You know what I'm saying? Like, had that been Black Mac in that bitch, <laughs> oh, it would have it would have went way different. <laughs> that shit would have went way different. Uh-huh. First of all, don't walk up on me like that, homie. You don't know me, right? You know what I'm saying? Like, and, and had the little dude swung back and hit him, I would have been, I would have, I would have said that's justified. If he'd have got knocked the fuck out, cool. You know what I'm saying? But. Don't put your hands on me, bro. Especially with your wife out here looking like Snorlax, bro. Like, stop, stop. Ain't no, you ain't you ain't defending her, okay? You not you not defending her. Don't nobody want her, bro. Nobody wants her. She out here looking like a Michelin man. You know what I'm saying? I hear I hear just you know. Grade A dependent, bro. Grade A dependent. Like that's the type of shit. That's the type of shit. That's the type of shit you see in the in the exchange. Like, how the fuck did he? That's who you marry, bro. Bro, get your boy. Like, Y'all get your boy black. Please get your boy that's black. The, that's who you marry, bro. Bro, that's who you marry. Bro, she up here. She up here in the middle of the aisle buying up all the granola. You know what I'm saying? Like that's the type of shit you see. Get your boy back. She up here buying all the granola. You ain't gonna eat none of that shit. (laughs) Buying all the Beyond Meat. That shit sitting in the freezer. Mikey says, show some respect and address her by her husband's rank right now. Oh yeah, that one. My. My my husband, my husband's a sergeant major. Yo ass ain't. Here's here's where I'm at with that. Here's where I'm at with that. You know what you are? Here's where you know I'm what at you with are? You are situation. the you are the very reason. You are the very reason he decided to deploy a lot. I hope you know that. Here's something. That's why he keeps going on deployments. Here's something. Here, here's how I feel about that. Somebody, if if somebody was just walking and chilling in front of my house, yes, I would be suspect. I would go out there and ask them questions like, "Yo, what's good? Like, what what is going on? Like, are you are you are you lost? Can I help you find somewhere? Are you looking for a specific address? Like, what what's what's happening right now?" And then this dude is like, "No, I'm just taking a walk. Cool, um, cool. Yeah, I would go back in my house." And I would just, you know, lock the door. What? And my yeah. door doorbell camera would just monitor the whole situation if, if anything wild happens, you know? Um, the things that this guy was saying, and then the, the, the minute he put hands on him to an extent, uh, automatically just made this man out of pocket, off rip. His wife instigating did not help. 
Um, I don't know who that extra nope. who that extra chick was on the side, um, going across the street talking to whoever was also trying to record this thing. Um, that did not help. Also, the amount of people who showed up in his yard did not help. Um, however, no. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna he, act. He brought I'm, Wakanda out there. I, I am not gonna act like I am not petty and did not enjoy the whole come outside. We ain't gonna fuck you up. Uh, aspect of it because old boy had kids and all that other stuff like I don't know if his kids woke up and was like who are these people in the yard can we go outside I don't know if they gonna hurt us all this other shit you know what I'm saying but um, people were like he was arrested on charges and all this other good stuff I'm just like why why at what point at what point do not like do we get a break as black people um, I don't know if he was other than black if, if this whole incident would have happened based on how tight knit because based on old boy this is a tight knit community you're, you're, your kind's not welcome here like you're not welcome here like did you really just say that did you really just say that did you really yep. did this come out your mouth did you, did you really just say that like it's like I understand, like a dude just standing in front of you. If he was just standing in front of your house, staring at your house, okay. Let me go outside and talk to this dude. Are you lost? Is, is this something up? Can I help you out? What's going on? Are you, you know, there's no need to be super confrontational. I will move you myself. Like, bro, we get it. You're oh. a dude. You're a dude, macho man, alpha male. Cool. Fuck it. Yeah. You know. You're in the wrong neighborhood, motherfucker. You talking to me? Oh, like, am I? Is you talking to me like this, making your wife wet? Is this how, is this how foreplay happens for y'all? Like, is bro, she was she was already wet when she came out there. You know what I'm saying? Five steps, and that's what was all in there. She, if she you was don't already move, wet. If you don't move, I'll move you. And she's sitting there like, oh, like oh, I love when he talks to people like this. I love when he establishes his dominance. Like, calm the fuck down. I love it. Like this shit should not. Here's, here's my thing. Because there was an officer who posted an Instagram video about the difference between the gun side and the taser side. Because, oh, um, I, I'm sorry, I forget his name. The individual that got killed 10 miles down the road from where, you know, Chauvin's fucking... George Floyd did. Yeah. Um, and she killed him. Talking about, oh, I thought it was a taser. Or, like, like first of all, go to jail and get the death sentence because how do you not know between a gun and a taser like when you hold the bitch up like is the fucking shit yellow or is it black like I, I don't know um and then there was a whole right. officer on Instagram who was just like so the taser's on the non-dominant side and the gun is on the dominant side so there's obviously a difference between like I hate when bad cops get like so, so obviously this man is out here trying to get kudos for being a good cop and speaking out against bad cops. I appreciate that. But what I want you to do is not make Instagram videos about speaking out about speaking out against bad cops. I want you to go out physically and talk to motherfuckers and point out the fucking bad cops and get them the fuck out of here. That part. The fucking video of you on Instagram talking about bad cops isn't doing shit for me, but that making part. me think that you want followers for black people to be like, yeah, he's a guy, he knows what's up, all this other shit, like, fuck this Instagram shit, 
Go to your commanding officer. Go to your 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 fucking commissioner. Whatever the fuck is going, whatever the fuck you got to do to point out bad cops, point the fuck out of bad cops. And if there's none in your department, put the pressure on your fellow departments to point out fucking bad cops. I don't want to see you on Instagram talking about, I don't know what the difference between, I don't know how they fucked up the difference between the taser and the, because and you making this Instagram video isn't bringing old boy back. It's not bringing him back. Nope. Not at nope. all. Like, I can't fuck with your shit. I, I, like, me personally, I like what you're trying to do, like, showing everybody, like, I don't know how, and the things like that with bad cops, it makes things like good, it makes it hard for good cops like me. Take it to the next fucking level. Take it to the next level. Here's the thing, though. Put pressure Here's on the thing, the, 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 if, your department you to point this shit if you, out. If you can't point out if you can't point out who the bad cop is, um, like if if you know there's a bad cop and you can't point that shit out, then by association you're guilty too. You know what I'm saying? That's just like anything. Like if you can't if you can't if you can't have the integrity and say like this shit's fucked up, uh-huh. then you're 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 part of the problem too. Yes. And 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 a friend of mine has posted several posts and I've been trying to stay out of them but he's posting things like you know he'll post a random TikTok of a black dude like it's a whole TikTok of everybody is trying to erase race and trying to cancel race or or gender how about we cancel race how about we cancel like and my friend is a white person like and, and, and hear, hear me out hear me out pit masters when things are going on in a certain specific community i.e the black community native american community latin latino you know latino american community we don't need you guys jumping in trying to tell us because because his posts are just like he'll post a picture of a white dude helping somebody out during katrina then I'll post a picture of a black dude helping out somebody in Katrina and be like, here's a white guy, here's a black guy, I don't see the difference. That shit fucks us up so bad. Like, it it, it, it fucks everything up. It like, they think they're helping. They think they're helping, but they're not. And, and I reached out to him. I was just like, here's a white hand. I, I here's was, a black hand. I was just Which like, one you want? I know what you think you're trying. I know what you think you're doing. You think you're, you're putting it out. Like it's so easy to fix. Everybody's the same. It's not that easy. Quit posting these memes. Like it's easy to fix. Cause as a black man, I take offense to that because the struggle that we have had to do to get to this point, the fact that you're trying to make it trivial, like black man, white man, what's the difference? Nigga, I've been trying to live my life as a regular person and you you trying to make it seem like uh, why are black people having problems? I don't see no problems. Like it's a problem. As a white man, I appreciate your support, but the shit that you're posting is not fucking helping us, man. Sit the fuck on the sideline and shut the fuck up like uh, I know that sounds fucked up I know that sounds super fucked up but unless you are posting some shit that is helping the shit move forward because everybody let's be honest like 
like like like there's there's situations where white people kind of have the advantage over black people like it's it's been the whole life until we got here like black yeah. like black people have not had the same opportunities presented to them as white people throughout the history of the unit the, the country so white people obviously have an advantage and when people are just like we're all the same i don't see no difference stop that shit the shit you're posting is enabling people who are not thinking about it to be like yeah we're all the same i don't see what the problem is that is the problem no. that's fucking us up the fuck the fact that you are posting shit like that is pissing me the fuck off <laughs> i'm just i'm just gonna keep it real you're posting that shit and then i post a picture of fucking brock turner and insert random black person who's going to jail for fucking 25 years for jaywalking and Brock Turner who gets off the leash because he's a fucking good swimmer at Stanford. I will post that shit indefinitely to the end of time until y'all explain to me how everybody's the same. Everybody's cool. Everybody's the same. Everybody's not the fucking same. All right, I'm done. Go ahead, black. No, perfectly said. So eloquently put. <laughs> Is it? Is it? So eloquently I'm, put. I've been holding this shit in all week, Black. I, it's just... I don't know. No, I, I have nothing to add. But, I will say... Go ahead. The very day Black people get pissed off and start fighting back, they will say we wrong for that shit. And here's where I'm at with that. Here's where I'm at with that. To the motherfuckers that loot targets and shit like that, when we're trying to protest a wrongdoing in our community, the motherfuckers who are in Target running out are wrong. If the cops True. catch them, if the cops catch people stealing out of Target, they should be tried charged and whatever punishment they get they should get um that is where that that is where my line is drawn if they're committing crime, I, I get that here's where i'm at and we have people in the group who are who are law enforcement officers the lieutenant who was refusing to get out of his vehicle I get it. The cops were like, get out your vehicle. He was like, what am I doing? He wasn't listening to the officers. Here's where I'm at with that. Like when people are saying reform police officers, reform police departments, the training is what we're talking about. The, the, the quickness of zero to a hundred that these officers got to was ridiculous. This man has both hands out of out of the car asking questions. Why can't these officers answer these questions in a non like the the whole situation was non-threatening cuz both hands were outside then, of the yeah. window. Answer his questions and 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 if officers want to be like cuz we don't owe him that until he gets out. He just needs to listen to us. That is a power trip thing. That is something that needs to be changed in the whole training, the whole 
whatever it is for for officers that needs to change like in a threatening situation cool be you you got to take it to 100 because you got to get home to your wife you pull up service member full uniform hands out the window officer what's what's the problem why are you doing this to me explain stuff to him and i'm pretty sure that whole shit would have went way smoother but the officers is yep. like i don't have to answer your questions you just need to listen to me get the fuck out of your car or you're gonna ride the lightning and be blind because i'm gonna spray the fuck out of you with pepper spray i understand officer like like i posted that video by ryan davis where he's like i agree that people need to not resist arrest however as an officer you should be trained to handle situations where people resist arrest because normally nobody is going to be okay with being arrested and any in anything like being wrong or being right nobody's I've gonna never be been cool okay with being arrested, with being re arrested or being questioned or being detained you as an officer need to know 99% of your interactions with people are going to be kind of like, hey, I got to put you in jail. Why the fuck you got to put me in jail? Hey, pull the fuck up. Like you are ruining somebody's day off rip if you're pulling somebody over. You got to understand that, hey, I got to talk to this person. This person may be upset that I pulled them because being pulled over by a cop is not going to make anybody's day. You know what I'm saying? Like if the dude is speeding, you pull him over. Please believe this dude is going to be upset that he got pulled over for speeding. But you have to be calm enough to be like, hey, this is why I pulled you over. These are the state laws. This is what your ticket is. Let me go run your plates. Do the And if this dude gets belligerent, whatever pulls out, you know, whatever elevation this fuck guy takes it to, fuck him up. Yeah, fuck him up. Fuck him up. Because you got to get home to your family. But but you gotta be built. You gotta be trained. You gotta have some kind of training and resilience to be like, hey, when people turn the fuck up, because when they see you as an officer, I mean, let's be real. When people see an officer, they ain't just like, oh God, thank God you're here, officer. You know, fucking outstanding upholder citizen of the law and all that stuff people be like oh shit what the <laughs> fuck what the fuck did i do now what do you want from me what is what is this and it's because of shit that's happening lately and cops be mad like why are people resisting because i just saw cnn yesterday and i saw you shoot a 13 year old who complied and you still shot him so now you're just comply with what i say Motherfucker, this motherfucker complied yesterday and you shot him in his chest and then you're trying to do CPR like, I tried to save him, but he died. Motherfucker, he listened to you. He put the gun away and you still shot his ass. What's to tell me that you're not going to shoot me or harm me or do anything to me if I comply to you? He's going in, ladies and gentlemen. He's going in. This has He's been going a, week, in. a week long burning in my soul man i've been wanting to say this shit at work but i can't because the people i work with i'm just like at what point i'm not saying all cops are bad like like there's people and i'll just say on dfpn there are people who feel certain ways fuck the police all this i'm not saying fuck the police i'm just saying police fuck the bad cops fuck the bad ones get them the fuck out of here 
Good cops help me. Good cops help me. Cause I'm a help you on the military side. If there's fucked up shit in the military that I can fix, I will. If I was at Fort Hood and I was involved with the shit that was happening with, with that specialist, I would have turned them motherfuckers over so fast. So fast, black. It would have made motherfuckers' head spin. Oh, Colonel Damn, such and such. Colonel such and such was in on it. Sergeant such and such was in on it. Special such and such was in on it. Can I go home now? Get these motherfuckers out of here so America's not thinking that we assholes. Why the cops don't do that? Why cops don't do that? They want to go on Instagram. Hey, I play basketball with black people. Hey, I don't know why they shot him because my, my taser's on this side and my gun's on this side. Dominant hand? Non-dominant hand. I don't know how that happened. Are you going to that person's house to explain to their parents? I don't know why they shot him because my taser's on this side. My... Fuck you! Get off the Instagram. Get out there in the streets and tell people, tell your fucking commissioner... Tell your mayor, tell whoever who the bad cops are. Get bad cops out, and I swear people will fuck with the police more than you know. Get fuck Heavy. this whole hold the blue line. I can't snitch on my bros, cause we be out there in the streets. Snitch on them fucking assholes, and then everybody'll fuck with you. Come on. I'm done. Talk to him, black. <laughs> As manager of DFPN, I have hard decisions to make. Unfortunately, I will allow this to continue. <laughs> oh my God. Now, now, Pit he's Masters, absolutely right. Pitmasters, help me out. Pitmasters, calm me down. Am I fucking wrong? Tell, please. I feel like I'm going too much right now. Tell me if I'm wrong. I'm trying to take a drink. These comments. Take a drink. Take I'm a drink. through these comments. Mikey P said, take a drink. No, don't read them. Mikey P said, take a drink. Okay. Just take a drink. Don't read them shits. <laughs> don't read them? Okay. Don't, don't read them. <laughs> oh, God. Like, I, I see them being populated as I'm fucking going. Like, I'm just like, at what point? Because there are people who are just like, Everybody should just be judged based on their 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 actions. And in a perfect world, I would agree. Yep. But we're not in the perfect world. And some people get looked at because of skin color, race, ethnicity as automatic bad guys. You know? Like uh, Here's the thing. East Smitty said it best, bro. Right is right, wrong is wrong. And if you can't stand up for the right thing, bro, like, what are we doing? What are we doing? What are we doing? Like, why? Why are we here? If, if you, if you, if you allow the bad shit to happen, why are we here? Black, I'm, tr I'm trying to figure this shit out. Bro, like it, it. Why is it every every week? Some shit, bro. Every week. Like I'm. 
I'm trying. I'm listen, gonna... listen. But but listen, and I want everybody to I want everybody to pay attention to this shit, right? So what's being established is as a black person, you can't ask questions to the cops, right? You have to comply. You can't run away from the cops and then comply. You can't comply honestly and expect to live. You can't go jogging. You can't sell a loose pack of cigarettes, right? You can't you can't uh manipulate a $20 bill or, or at least have the pretension that a $20 bill is fake. You can't do that. You can't walk through a neighborhood with a hoodie on because that makes people suspicious. That's seven reasons right there that if you're black, chances are you're going to fucking die. If, if, if any of these situations relate to you, you may fucking die. Right? Mm -hmm. So what else do you want us to do? Because complying is one of those reasons. You can comply to the fullest extent and still not live. In each of these seven cases, people have died. Each of them. You can't run away because you'll die. And even if you're in the military, if you're in the military, and God, I used to look at that shit like a safety shield. And after that shit, I, I can't. I can't. It's like, and I want people to understand this shit. Like, for black people in the military, that uniform, that uniform is like, it's like off for racism, right? So you put that shit on and like, if you're out in the world, like you don't have to necessarily, yeah, it's gonna come at times, right? Even in uniform, right. around other people in uniform, you may see that shit, but like out in the world, like if I were to go to the grocery store, if I were walking around the neighborhood and I had my uniform on, I'm feeling kind of safe. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm feeling like it, it's not it's not so much that is going to bother me, right? Mm -hmm. Versus when I had it off. Like if I don't have it on, you know what I'm saying? Then like my head's on the swivel. But in uniform, I'm like, okay. I can I can at least breathe a little easy. You know what I'm saying? Now, with this shit happening, it's like, well, goddamn, that ain't even the goddamn case. Yeah. Cause potentially some some fucked up shit is going to happen to you. Right. Right. I just it, it's going to happen to you. I just sent an invite to, to EJ for him to jump in because if if you don't know, if you're just listening to the audio, um, we, we, we have a live stream going on right now and we have people from the group um, you know posting comments and we have an individual in the group, uh, Eric Johnson who is a law enforcement officer so send him an invite for him to get in here and you know just to, to give his point of view on, on, on the situation that's going on because like I said I don't, right. I don't, I don't fucking know what's going on I, I just feel like officers should be trained for the whole you know People are not always going to just be cool with being detained and being arrested 
Um, the fact that you're there with backup automatically lets you know, like, hey, I have the upper hand on this individual here. Um, that's just me looking at it as a... It feels weird saying civilian, but, like, if you're not an officer... Uh, oh, my God. EJ, you look so worn out, my guy. Every, everybody <laughs> three kids, man. Everybody Tire welcome two. EJ up in there, man. Oh, my God. I Thank you for you staying up late. Hey, man. <laughs> you guys, anything. Cool. So, um, I, I want to ask you... Uh, your opinion on on the situation with the the lieutenant the army lieutenant um i've heard people say you know if he would have just complied none of this shit would have escalated or whatnot but the training talk to me about the training you got like like is it is it out the gate like if if somebody just doesn't listen to you you just ramp up the the intensity of the orders to make them or or how's that work in all actuality just reviewing from what i saw from the news and stuff the whole approach was wrong um with training just start from the training perspective now especially and this isn't for anything other than cya okay all departments want to cover their ass one reason is lawsuits okay when something bad goes down because one of these dumbasses that got a badge went out and did something cowboyish and shot somebody the department and the city and the state all don't like the idea of losing millions. It's not about the bodies. It's about them getting sued. Okay, mm-hmm. so one of the things they talk about every training session is one, everybody's got a camera now, so watch your ass. Okay, they're like, they got cameras in their pockets. So think before you act. And two, they've gone to the move of everybody's got to get de-escalation training. Okay, they started focusing on things like come into the situation and bring it down a notch. You don't want to have the situation already at the point of drawing lethal force because there's nowhere else to go. Right. All right. But those mm-hmm. guys showed up. Okay. Every training is going to teach you when you first show up, unless you've been, sh- unless you have a felony in progress where lives are in danger or you feel threatened yourself, you start at the lowest level possible. You're like, excuse me, sir. We're here because we were informed that your registration is not visible or it's out of date now anybody in that situation wouldn't automatically think well shit man his registration's bad he must have an ak-47 sitting on his front seat no so the fact that they pulled up two cars and got out and drew weapons immediately okay is this is a show that they came in way up here and that goes against all their training that's why that guy was fired immediately Mm -hmm. because the department knew it's just like when we're when i was active duty okay when you're active duty you're always signing your qualifications because it shows if something goes bad they're gonna bring up that qualification go hey you signed this right you signed this piece of paper man yeah i thought you knew what you were doing that's the same thing they do with us all right, you go and qualify with a weapon, you spend the whole day at uh, shooting and stuff, you're still gonna go and talk about when it's okay to shoot, when it's okay to bring out your gun. So all these guys that are claiming that, you know, whatever the situation is, or I, you know, I followed my training, we were called to a situation that all, all of them are trying to cover themselves. Mm-hmm. And then if they're fired, that lets you know the department already had a piece of paper saying they wouldn't do that. And they signed it and they did. and they got fired. Yeah. So that's everything from there is just legal. 
Okay. But yeah. those guys came in knew when they were wrong with that guy. Okay. Mm-hmm. The lieutenant was being compliant to the point. He didn't want to get out of his car. Mm-hmm. All right. And it, you even go over that as law enforcement officers, you're told some people may want to drive to a lighted location. Some people may want to be where there's other people. Which present. is what he did. Yeah. Exactly. He, did he was being safe. Yep. You know, right. and you have to respect that. It's not even just a racial thing. Some of it could be situations like a religious thing. Mm-hmm. I have in, uh, individuals that I've, you know, come in contact with that were of, you know, Islamic or Muslim culture. Yeah. They don't feel comfortable in certain situations, especially if they're, you know, out in public with a bunch of people. So they may feel more comfortable in their neighborhood or with their family and stuff, but they don't want to necessarily pull over into a gas station full of people because one, you know, it's going to draw attention. Yeah. They don't like that kind of attention. They don't want that eye on their community. Mm -hmm. You know, to them, it's more of a, a a respect thing for their community. Right. They don't like, I don't want everyone thinking the Muslims are getting into trouble all the time and stuff, you know, so they try to keep their shit low key. And I try to respect that. You know, I'm like, if I come to meet them at their house, I'm like, hey, man, I'll, I'll come talk to you. But, you know, if you want, I'll stay in the car. I'll talk to you on the phone so you can talk right. to me from your house. You know, right. that way I'm not coming out and all your neighbors are there and they're all going to see and they'll be like, oh, of course, that guy's in trouble. You know, so there's all sorts of factors to consider. But bottom line, training wise, you're told de-escalate and show respect. And when they you do that, 90 percent of the time, other people show respect, you know. Jesus. That's just the way it goes. I call everybody sir and ma'am. I don't care the situation. I don't care if I'm meeting you in the projects or I'm meeting you in an upscale suburb. You are sir or ma'am. Yes. Okay? There's no right. reason for me to treat you different. Right. You know? I'm not your judge. I'm there to do my job. You know, but you're still a human no matter what happened. No matter why I'm there, you're a person. There's no reason to treat you anything less. Yeah. Right. So... They know that too. That shit was taught to them. The fact that they acted the way they did, in my opinion, is nothing more than one, they're scared of the man's skin color, and two, that guy was trying to be a badass. Mm -hmm. Whether he feels threatened that that guy, you know, the achievements that that guy had, you notice he immediately called him specialist. He said, what are you, a specialist? Are you a specialist or a sergeant or what? He couldn't come to his brain that that man was a, you know, a commissioned officer. Right. Right. So he already came in with his own stereotypes and preconceptions of that man yeah. coming up there. Yeah, he flipped it because I remember he was like, what do you spend? Yeah, I served too. And what I learned was obedience. And I was just like, oh, shit. I'm like, calm, oh, did you now? Calm, calm, <laughs> yeah. Calm down. Did so, you? So there is no reason for that. And it's so uncalled for. And the, and the responses and stuff that you see. So EJ, let me ask you this: um, as 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 an LEO, as somebody with morals and stuff, you you see this stuff going on across the country. Um, it, it's it's low key kind of what we went through a little bit with the whole Fort Hood situation with uh was it was it Jessica Mendoza? I I don't, I don't want to get her name yeah. wrong. Um, yep. The whole situation with her getting killed, chopped up put cement like all this random shit with military stuff and everybody's oh shit that's how y'all do in the military like it's one of those things where it's not what we do um like if i knew about it i would sing out about it It, is 
Like, what what is that like for you? Because you have... I'm not going to... Like, it, it's the way the world is. You drive around. You wear the uniform. You're in that car. People are looking at you like, oh, you know, he's just waiting to do whatever against minorities or whatnot. Like, I know that wears right. on you. Because active duty, right. you, you served with me. You served with black. You served with different ethnic groups in the military. You got out and you decided to serve your community as a law enforcement officer. Does, does that right. wear down on you? Like like each each incident or whatnot, you're just like, God, this it makes does. my job harder. I mean, that's a great point to bring up, especially uh, when the, George, the incident with George Floyd happened, the, the murder that took place with George Floyd. Yeah. Um, one, it, it was, it was, difficult to watch but we also i mean we other officers i work with we all got together and talked and of course every i'm sure every institution and department had their own meetings to address the situation because it was so profound and went nationwide like like quick i mean recently we at least were able to get information out there so people can see it and it spreads and it's not just swept under the rug tomorrow you know what i mean or not even heard of so the fact that I know there's some that we don't hear about, but sitting with other officers, especially other minority officers and seeing the pain, it's hard. It's it's difficult. I mean, I wasn't the only one. And we talked amongst each other that had looked at the badge since that day and wondered, is it worth to keep wearing it? Do we want to turn it in? And I mean, there's been people who ask questions in meetings, especially, you know, I know of uh black supervisors other minorities who are supervisors or you know or officers for a really long time who had questions and like are we going to deal with these situations are we going to bring it up to the rest of the department are other officers going to speak out do we have a stance when it comes to this this black lives matter movement you know mm-hmm. they wanted to know are we going to take a stance are we going to make a statement i listened and it was blown over we all heard the questions wow. Yeah. There were minority officers asking those questions like as a department, do we make a statement saying we support Black Lives Matter or that, you know, we understand and that there's, you know, on our side, we do want to make some, you know, a, adjustments and concessions to help the pop, you know, the community. Man, I, I shit you not. Questions were totally overlooked or ignored during those meetings. Yeah. And I mean, there was other officers there. We look at each other and stuff and we're like, we heard that, you know, does this get brought up? Because as active duty military, now everything now, now everything is so frontline where there's like diversity and and all this other stuff like, oh, as a black dude, have you experienced any like we bring it up? We fill out surveys. We talk about it. And then, like, work happens tomorrow. Like, well, there's no change. Like, um, people right. who are on shaving waivers still get no, no, no chance to be the POC for tours for VIPs. Like, generals come through. Oh, you're on a shaving waiver. We don't want you in front of the general because you look unprofessional because you got this half beard shit going on because you're on a waiver. Um, is that the same thing on the law enforcement side as far as uh, minorities? Like. Yeah, this shit's going on, but shit, get out there and do your job, type stuff. Like, are are, are they taking I, any? I feel like, I feel like you, you you're you're right on point with that one. Like, it's addressed in a way that it's almost like uh, 
what do you call we it? Fan to. service is the only way we I could think of it. Service. Shit. You know, like we're going to bring it up and say that, you know, we care in this situation with Black Lives Matter because, you know, protests hit a lot of cities. I'm out here in Tampa and there were protests here, you know, and so, of course, they addressed it and they were, you know, the powers that be are always going to make sure they address it and they're going to make their statement like we completely support peaceful protests and the movement for equality and then like you said tomorrow it's not even talked about yeah you know yeah it's not even mentioned and um they it's almost like they want to make the statement to cover themselves and to seem genuine or you know play the service and then they they let it coast away where it's not there you know out of sight out of mind they want everyone to get like you say get back to work Mm. go back to doing what we do day to day but not addressing those things and i mean i know i know especially the my fellow officers who are black yes probably felt felt it a hundred times more than i do i mean i'm a minority but i was i'm not directly involved with what was it was black lives matter you know, mm-hmm. the movement was there in our streets, outside our building. I work downtown. I know there's a draw amongst those officers to want to be able to stand there, too, or to voice their opinion one way or the other. And for the department to kind of blow over some of their questions and just make that kind of blanket statement, to me, seems more wounding than helpful. And kind of made it i think i talked to willie about this before and uh i mentioned it before we were all just chatting yeah yeah that to me the minority officers are so important you know what i mean and mm-hmm. i feel like it's it's hard to explain but it, it just uh, a, a level of uh i know when I walk into a room, I like seeing diversity. Maybe it's like you said, serving in active duty. We all work together. You you became used to it. I grew up, my dad was in the army. So yeah. every base I lived on from being a little kid, there was no segregation or anything at my, in my, my growing up, you know? So right. that's where my comfort zone is. You know, is it a little bit of everybody, yeah. you know, but. Right. And I, I think I can feel the difference too, like, I had a young man. He was he was on my uh, on my caseload. He was coming into the office to see me, but apparently he blew by someone downstairs. Well, someone was trying to ask him a question. He didn't answer. He just came upstairs for whatever reason. But he came straight to my office, and he was followed by uh, the building maintenance, the head of maintenance. Okay, and I hear an altercation in the hallway. The young man that's on my caseload is a young black man. Okay, the head of maintenance is a is a white guy, and he's getting on his case saying that he was disrespectful for walking away from them and not answering their question. They had a question for him, so I went I went out there, and of course the young man's upset. He's like, I don't need to fucking answer you, you know. There, I don't have any responsibility to tell you shit, and he's getting upset. So I just you know got in the middle of it. For a second and i was like hold on a second and he he got quiet immediately because he knows i'm his officer right but the other guy's still talking and i'm like sir you know whatever happened i'm, I'm sure there was no disrespect meant but don't worry about it he's here with me now he's at this appointment he was due here i'm gonna talk to him okay and the guy's like oh whatever and i was like all right have a good day you know all right go yeah <laughs> handle the trash can or the elevator or whatever as soon as he left though 
I told I told the the young guy I was he was like still angry and I was like don't you know it sucks it sucks don't think that I don't see that it sucks he had no right to treat you that way or act like you needed to report to him okay you're no less than he is but I was like don't let him get you in trouble or make you seem like you're in the wrong just because it serves it makes him feel like a bigger man that day so I said, right. you know, you were doing the right thing. Right. You were coming to your appointment. You were living up to your responsibilities. But there's always going to be someone, and it's sad to see, there's always going to be those people out there that feel they're better than you for whatever reason. And I didn't tell him it was because of his skin color, but, I mean, they yeah. were automatically judging him coming yeah. into the building because they right. know why he's there. And I'm like, don't let them make you feel that way. But I know it made him feel better that when he got in there, there's me and other officers there who aren't just the establishment. The, you know what I mean? I, yeah. I can't explain it, but you could tell his comfort right. level came back when that guy left. No, it, it's you know, to a right. certain extent. It's the same so. on the military side because there's minority airmen or whatnot, and then there's the NCO level, and then there's the senior NCO level, and there, there in the squadron, there's gaps. Like obviously, like based on numbers, obviously. There's probably more white NCOs than there is minority NCOs. There's more white senior NCOs than there is minority senior NCOs. So it's the same thing. Like for an airman to come into a squadron and see somebody he relates with at a higher rank or at a higher tier, um, which I try to tell people, like when you look at General Brown, who's the chief staff of the Air Force and... Joanne Bass, who is uh, married, you know, I, I don't know her her ethnic background. She's married to a black dude. And then the person before uh, Chief Wright, you know, Chief Master Lester Jesus. Um, black dude, you know, like they may be put in place just to be like, hey, look, black guy, you can make it. You know what I'm saying? Like they, they may be put in place for that, but um, as an airman coming in, like if that's the goal, you you need people around you to support you and guide you to that goal. And right, you know, I ain't gonna shit you. I ain't gonna shit you. Like when when I got when I got to the seven twenty eight, I had a person tell me, like you're gonna be here about six months. Mm. And I was like, well, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> that's a, that's a great expectation right there. Eglin you gonna be here about six months. Eglin was a different beast at that time. We were, <laughs> at, at the time, we were all there. Eglin, Eglin was a different beast. It was just like, bro, can you do Definitely. your job? Cool, because we're gonna send you to Baghdad in a bit to be there for fucking. <laughs> yeah. To be there for fucking. But at the same time, though, we were lucky. We had people like Captain Pringle. Yes. You yep. know, Sergeant uh, yeah. Blake. Yes. Um, yeah. You know, we had we had mentors there. We and there was a there was a good feel of camaraderie, you know, be it just as as, as being familiar or being family like at certain levels, you know, where right. I know, like, like you're saying for young airmen coming in, I think it's great when you get to, you, they, you know, me coming in, too, you could see. And that's one thing that the military has over the civilian world is that all up and down the chain, there's going to be different ethnicities. There's going to be minorities. But on the outside, right. they're slower to that. They're much slower yeah. to that, you know. Well, and, honestly, um, it's because it's, it's because the shit sucks for everybody. 
You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? It don't matter what color you are. This shit is about to fucking suck for all yeah. of you. And I exactly. think that's where we took comfort at. We all share in it, and 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 in a, in a way, the the cycle moves more by time. But um, in the military, it seems like it's a little bit past that. And I mean, it seems like that in, a, in certain industries, and I think like law enforcement. And it's because, as sad as it is to say, it's one of the areas where minorities have been allowed to take jobs, just like in the care industry, the the healthcare industry. You know, they were saying how. Um, those areas were hit hard with COVID and a lot of people lost jobs, you know, not, not, not saying the hospital side, but let's say someone who does home care, a lot of them lost their jobs during the COVID thing. And they're like, that affected minorities because a lot of them took those roles or took those jobs. And I think that, you know, mm-hmm. for whatever reasons, socioeconomic, cultural, or whatever, minorities have gotten into a different, different categories, but on the outside, a lot of them, they've been kept in, into these, these grooves and you don't see that diversity all the way up the chain in these different grooves, you know, uh, outside of those grooves. Like if you go into corporate America, I mean, seriously, corporate America, I mean, you don't see much anything except, for just, you know, <laughs> Ivy League, you know, straight up. I mean, it's changing slightly. We all see the changes, right, but, right, right. you know, it, it is slow. And I'm sure if, if you were a black man or a Hispanic man walking into, you know, the being a stockbroker it's a lot less to look around and see those kind of mentors and confidants as as it would be if you were you know a soldier or an airman you know so it, we have a ways to go and uh things like that that situation to me the situation with the lieutenants showed so much disrespect um and that's partly because i love the uniform you know i love what it was for all of us but it, the disrespect and the fact I can't get over the part where immediately he, he assumed the guy was like, a, you know, a specialist or something and that he was willing to use a non-lethal weapon against a man in uniform who's a government servant, you know, for, for possible registration being out of date. What? What? Eh. <sighs> I, I, it's just it's out there, man. <laughs> I, I th- this is where I'm at as as an active duty military member. If I go to war and and I see a threat that is no longer a threat, like they had a gun, they put the gun down, and I was to shoot that threat or shoot that person, I would go on trial for committing a war crime. Mm-hmm. Like they would mm-hmm. look at me, and be like, "This dude is no longer a threat. Why did you shoot him?" The the level of 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 whatever you know, you got to use the appropriate level to you know get rid of the threat, eliminate the threat, whatever. Like I would be on a whole trial, and I I would be according to the UCMJ in a time of war. Punishment is death. Like, bro, you shot this dude. He wasn't a threat. You didn't need to shoot him. You gotta go. My thing is, okay, you know, cops, cops do things spur of the moment. I get it. You, you 100% gotta be, Eric, you gotta get home to Jen and your kids. Yes. You gotta get home to Jen and your kids. We want you to. So if a threat is there, cool. If you tell a threat to put down their weapon, 
and they put down their weapon, you can't shoot them, right? You you can't. Yeah. You can't. So at that point, you arrest them. They go to trial, and a jury of their peers looks at them and be like, "This is what you got to do. You got to go to jail for this many years. You got to do this." That that is that is that is where my heart starts hurting for this whole situation because a lot of a lot of people are quick to jump on the fuck the cop shit and i can't because not me neither the cops are needed it's just the bad cops need to go just like the bad military leaders need to go the the bad commanders of 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 post where their members report sexual assault, sexual harassment, inappropriate comments, all this stuff, and the next thing you know, they're dead and chopped up and put in cement and put under a box. Like, like, like shit like that. Like, you, people need to start listening to people, man. Like, when they report stuff or they, they, they say shit like, hey, Sergeant such and such is, is doing some wild ass shit, you know? Like the cops in the the George Floyd shit, like you look at their records, like there's multiple incidents of them not. You know what I'm saying? It's 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 multiple incidents of conduct reports, you know, like this dude was was not not within the regs or or, you know, it's just so many red flags of. This dude should not be in the street doing patrol right now, you know. Yeah. Um. Like I, I, I know it's it's a whole thing. I know politicians are trying to talk about drafting a, a reform the police whole thing, but it, it it's one of those it's one of those careers where the individual's life is on the line every night, but at the same time, just like with the military. You know what you signed up for. You you know what the possibility is when you go over to Afghanistan. You you may not come back. I'm sure when they they train cops, they're just like, hey, we're gonna give you all this gear, we're gonna give you training, we're gonna give you body armor. But just know, like, there's a chance you may not make it home. And people willingly mm-hmm. take that risk, which is why I look at officers the same way. Like, I'm just like the same way I raise my right hand. Like, I'm going to defend this country against any enemy for domestic cops do the same shit. Like, I'm going to, you know, take the same risk. You know, I, I know what my job is. Eric, you do the same shit. But I feel like there needs to be some kind of like like i don't know what training you got i don't know if you want to talk about hold on i got a hurt kid i'll be right back okay ej i don't know if there's a if you want to talk about it as far as the training you got for, for preparing for this but i i feel like the training is what needs to be fixed that's just me outside looking in what do you think i think the training could be re you're right it, it does need to be reevaluated but i think a lot of it's the mindset and also i don't want to say that it's all the veteran officers mm-hmm. but it's a, it, yeah it's like jim was saying it's a toxic mindset that that may be old and outdated uh-huh. that's handed down you know and 
it, it was kind of that way when we came in the military. You know, you always hear about the, like when people wanted to get out or go try something else. They're always like, what you going to do, flip burgers? You're always yeah. told that the only thing you could do was wear this uniform or go flip burgers. <laughs> I mean, I still remember Sergeant Wiley used to ask us that every day yep. in the break room. Yep. Uh, like, what are you going to do, flip burgers? I was like, there's other jobs, Sergeant Wiley. I'm not going <laughs> to But I feel like the mentality of a lot of the uh, be it instructors. So, I mean, it gets handed down through training, too. Let's say an instructor, any kind of law enforcement instructors probably had a good decade or more of service. Mm-hmm. All right. So he has formed his own ideas. And yes, maybe the book or whatever instructor manual he has says you got to treat everybody equally. But I shit you not, they will probably still. Unfortunately, it's a, it's like an unspoken mindset where it seems like if you're if they're a, a black man, especially a larger black man, it's immediately seen like a threat, even if the person can seem. But I mean, it's used in descriptions. You know, people don't think about it, but they say it and they're like, all right, you come on the scene and there's a, you know, domestic dispute going on and you got like a 250 pound, you know, six foot four black man. You're like, okay. And then with a woman there and it looks like he hit her and he he looks like he might come at you. What are you going to do? I'm like, well, okay. So this scenario is he's immediately dangerous because he's, he's a six foot four black man. I'm like. Does it, can we describe, does he have a weapon? What are the more important factors here for the training? Facts. Is he armed? Is he injured? Is she injured? You know what I mean? But it's almost like, a, they don't, I don't think that it's a second nature thing, but it's a mind frame thing. So in order to fix the training, they need to go back and have these trainers change that mindset. Like even just the fact that it's always the dude. Let's take a step back and not even do the racial thing. It's a black guy. You could say just a six foot four, 200 something pound dude. What if yeah. he's the victim? He could be stabbed. Yeah. He could be shot. You know, she could be poisoning him over a week and he just realized, oh shit, there's been antifreeze in my Cheerios. Right. He doesn't know. Right. So, but that mindset, and I tell you now, it may, it may be said where they're not even thinking about it, but they'll bring up things like, all right, you're, you're in a, you know, poor side of the city, you're in downtown area and, you know, in the projects and this happens, you know, but you know that the insinuation and the mindset is for these lower income minority areas for the training. So they talk about that they want this muscle memory and they want you to learn, you know, hey, you got to be able to do this and do this in the instant. But they're they're already putting it in your head. So when some of these officers are stepping out of the car, the scene is already matching this mind frame that's been trained in. Okay. Oh, I got a bunch of minority youth here in the middle of downtown in the projects. So it starts to bring them back to that training of like, all right, I got to be ready for action right now. Yeah. But really, do you? Does, is the guy like Trayvon? Is he coming with just some Skittles and some tea? You don't know. Right. But right. if you're constantly using that as the example, it's just like when we when we're when we're in the military and we're training for the longest time, we trained with the Southwest Asia training. So yes. that was your mentality is. We're going to be going to war in Iraq or somewhere over in this area. So that is what we prepared for, you know? Yeah. That, I remember mm-hmm. that. I used to always, that was our always our little scenario. Yep. So when we saw the Australian dudes pulling up with boats and we're on a convoy, I was laughing. I was like, what the fuck are you bringing a boat? And we're in the middle of the damn desert. Right? <laughs> you're not thinking about it. You're like, every scenario, you know, I thought of. Yeah. Every fucking scenario, I'm in the desert. Why are you Australian dudes got boats? Yeah. But when we get there, you see this, this giant ass river. But you're like, I didn't even think about that. 
yeah. I didn't think about the rules. <laughs> yeah. Because they already brought they they taught they they put that in there. So when you mention the training, yes, training does need to be revamped and reevaluated. But I think that it also needs the blood of the younger generation to get into the training field, kind of like how we used to redo our, our training, you know, DOT would read like, all right, let's reevaluate. We can't keep training the fact that we're defending Kuwait. Right. We got to update our right. Yeah, okay. Right. Same thing needs to happen where it's like, all right, now you're in the suburbs and you've got, you're showing up to a call where there's, you know, a young black man walk or, on the sidewalk with a, a, a large, bald, angry racist dude. And his and his you know overweight wife, and they're yelling at him, and the, you see him push the young black kid. What are you going to do? That's the, what they should be training for. Yeah. You know? And if they really right. want to get a step further, none of that should have described any of their color, because mm -hmm. when you get there, the things you need the most is anybody appear to be armed. Does anyone seem to be injured? Is anyone in imminent danger? If not. You step out and you approach it like anybody with the situation, like, hey, uh, what's going on? Like Willie mentioned when he's like, I come out of my house and be like, hey, can I help you? Yeah. I use that right. all the time, man. I'm in the middle of, I got the zip codes for downtown that I serve that are probably some of the poorest parts of the city. I still ask, can I help you? I still say, thank you for letting me come into your home. There's yeah. no reason for people to be, these guys to be breaking off like they do when they show up. I mean, the moment they saw that lieutenant in full uniform, I don't care if he was an A1C in full uniform, that shows that that man has some level of dedication and responsibility to service. To this country. Exactly. You know the shit that broke my heart out of that shit? Like, seeing the American flag patch on him. Like, mm -hmm. that shit just hit me differently. You know what man, I'm saying? Man, him like, rubbing his eyes and everything, and, and you know, because the, he got sprayed, the and then he spray sprayed the him again. Spray. That, that's again, what yeah. And he was I'm coughing like, through that shit, still trying to be cordial and polite to the officers. Like, please yeah, exactly. tell me why this is happening. Yeah. Like, man, I was breaking my it was breaking my heart because he can't reach down and take the seatbelt off. Okay, right. Because if I was him, if I'm a black man and that got two guys outside reach, my door with guns drawn, preach. I can't move my arm down to the seat. Preach. He keeps telling him to nope. get out of the preach. car. Right. In that moment, I was like. They've already pepper sprayed him. If exactly. they're telling him he to take his seatbelt off, like in my brain, I'm about to be shot. You know what I mean? I'm about to be shot. Because yeah. blind. Because he was in one of those situations where it's like, no matter what I do, I feel like I'm gonna get a bullet. Yes. Yep. Because, you know? Like when they looked at if, his car, they're just like, oh, he had an armed weapon in there. So if he was to reach for a seatbelt and they shot yeah. him, their 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 whole probable their cause would have been like well, he had a little weapon in his car. We didn't know if he was right. reaching for it to, to come get us. But you kept yelling at him to undo his seatbelt to get out. Yeah. And his his partner, I swear to God, like my heart went out to this, his, his his boy. He was going to undo his seatbelt for him. And yeah. the officer yeah, he charged, was like, don't touch him. The officer in charge was like, don't, don't you do that. Don't reach in there. Don't touch him. Don't do yeah. that. Yeah, don't yeah the younger guy, the yeah. younger cop was actually trying to help him out of the car because I'll tell you, when I got sprayed and Jenkins back it up, when you have to get sprayed, it's yeah. part of training. Yeah, I got sprayed, man. I straight up looked like Buddha for two days. I couldn't open these eyes. Okay, they were just like, <laughs> yeah, it came back like two weeks later. I'm in a shower and stuff, and it, it's like in your scalp. So when you wash your hair, it comes back in your eyes, and I was like, oh, man, damn. 
<laughs> I swear to God. I could you walk around completely blind. All yeah. you could tell is light and dark for at least 30, 45 minutes. Wow. Okay. And it burns to to high heaven all over you. Wow. So this guy, they're telling him undo your seatbelt. At if it was me after I got sprayed, I man, I wouldn't be able to take off my belt right. around my waist. <laughs> he was like, he was like, I'm trying to, he's like, I'm just trying to breathe. You know You're like <laughs> <laughs> where am I where am I that's all you're right. doing that's okay you the fact do, that right? you stayed respectful and he was still like look I just you know he's like I just want, I'm, I'm, I can't do that right now but he's still trying to comply to them right. shows the man was not trying to be dangerous at all right. you know I'm just like oh man I felt so bad for him dude right right he the deserves man. whatever they they can come across and and uh with his legal with his legal process mm -hmm. he deserves whatever they come across with that that civil suit he he, he seriously does it's crazy <laughs> man bro what what else you got for for EJ Mac or black what, what you got for him uh nothing man like thank you for sharing that perspective man um as somebody that I served with, uh, I could, before but before knowing you were a law enforcement officer, like you were always one of the the most stand up dudes I've ever known. Thanks. Like, thank you, man. Some, to have to have somebody like you protecting the community, man. Like, thank you for real, for real. Thank, thank you. you. And um, I know that you're one of the go. So I try. It's nice to hear. Yeah. It's nice to hear it's nice to hear your perspective on that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. it really is. Yeah. I, I, I try, man. And uh I really appreciate you guys having me on, man. It's great to see you, great to talk to you. I love what you're doing. Cool, man. And, and, appreciate and it. Same to you, my guy. Give give Jen our props too, because you know, uh medical stuff will come up and she'll jump in with her her nurse knowledge and and yep. and, and bless us with knowledge too. So the fact that she can handle the medical stuff, you can you can I don't want to say you'll be our, our go-to for, for law enforcement stuff, but I, I, I feel like a lot of people jump in um, feeling some kind of way about law enforcement, but having somebody who actually does the job, it hits different. So, you know. Yeah, it does. It really having does. Having you on here and, and giving your perspective as, as, as a law enforcement officer, I 100% I um, when I go into situations, I'm just like, you know, let, let me let me try to get the whole situation and then let me get try to understand the training that goes involved, because in the military, like 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 you said, we're we are bred and taught use the lowest level of, of force needed. Um, and a lot of the shit that I'm seeing is like the, the most excessive level of force needed for for situations that don't that don't need it you know what I'm saying well I have to say yeah. you guys observations have been 99% on point so I feel like you take everything into consent and you you know you think a lot and a lot of people in our group we have a great group you know you guys run a great group everybody seems to be you know thoughtful in their process but I, I feel like the the conclusions that the two of you have come to and many others you know I've spoken to Rob I've talked to uh, Mikey, he's on there right now, and yep. you know we all kind of be on the same page. I think it, part of that is the service that we've all done, you know, in, in, in the armed forces, that we all know that you know we had respect for for lethal force, you know, yeah. and yeah. life in general. Yeah, and yeah. 
courtesy to everybody. You know, even when you don't like someone, you still call them sir or ma'am or sergeant or whatever, you know. But uh yeah, you guys are doing great things, man. Getting the getting the people's voices out and and, and getting everybody talking, I think is is, is huge. I appreciate it. So thank Thanks, you both. Man. It's late. I'm gonna go ahead and crash, <laughs> but thanks for having me on. It's, it's always great, man. I love you guys. No problem, man. Love thanks, you too, EJ. EJ. Get some rest, bro. Love Get you guys. <laughs> Was that oh. Jen? Oh, look, she, she gonna jump in there at the end. Love, <laughs> you, guys. Hey, love you guys. Bye. Hey guys. I see you, Jen. I hear you, Jen. Thank you. Also, shout out to uh to Mikey P. I, I posted this comment, and he was just like uh, one of the best shows. Um, and, and and this was on the fly, cause, cause yeah. you know we were we were gonna try and make this fun, but like, like, I I was gonna say I feel bad, but I mean we have this platform. Don't. And Don't. Like when when to, shit, to have when, these conversations, yeah. man. Like to have them, um, it's needed. That's why when you said it, when you said it, I was like, fuck it, let's do it. Cause I have been feeling the way myself, so, um, yeah. <laughs> Jackie, go. No, he's still with me. Jackie, go still sit down me. somewhere. Go sit down somewhere. <laughs> I, I was all for you, Jackie. Jackie, your your call sign night was off to a horrible start. I wasn't gonna say it, but you want to jump in here and chat. Oh, is he deteriorating? Oh, is he this? Jackie, I was on your side the whole time. This is what you gonna do? You gonna talk about I'm deteriorating? But um, nah. Shout out to uh, Pitmaster Jacqueline Lynch. Uh, Leech, I'm sorry. She was out here. She's running the last three, four call sign nights over at uh, the 607th ACS, and they have been outstanding and great times. So she is killing it. Looked like a good time. She it looked like a it. damn good time. Um, Jackie, did you post the? Did you post the uh, the video of me arguing about soccer not being a real sport? No, probably not, because I, I was. <laughs> That was, I, I was getting passionate about some shit, but um, you you know how? Hey man, I like. Do you? I know, like soccer though. You know, like you know. Shout out to shout out to Brian Rex. Yeah, you you know how I care. You know, like I fucks with you when I bring one of my my bottles of Crown Peach to you because it's sold out everywhere now here in Phoenix. But I had it. I had a stash because you know I, I robbed the, the the classics, whatever. You know I do my thing. So I bring a whole bottle to your uh, <laughs> to your call sign night, and it and it and it gets destroyed. It it is emptied. It is emptied out. Like I'm just like I dedicate this bottle to you guys. Gloop 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 gloop. Gone. I'm just like at it, boy. That's how you do Thanks it. Thanks for the bottle. Yeah, that's how you <laughs> do it. Thanks for the bottle. But however, <laughs> however, they drank the bottle, but they gave me the bag to keep. So you know, that's the thing. Cause I'm, I'm gonna make I'm, I'm gonna try and make a quilt out of these Crown Royal bags, but it's whatever. Um, but yeah, I I, I want to say thank you to EJ, thank you to the the pit masters yes. who tuned in, thank you to all the comments, thank you Mackie P, thank you to everybody Lauren who tuned in, cause this yes. is this is something that again like I like every week we want to do a fun show, we want to do something fun, we want funny, everybody chime in. But this is one of those things like all throughout the week I've been holding this in and I'm just like I need 
because if it wasn't for the smoke pit if we didn't do it on this episode it would have been a a, a patreon exclusive or it would have been a, i said what i said yeah. exclusive but i i needed to say this shit because like i'm sitting here like okay if you comply you don't get shot okay uh this dude complied yesterday he got shot like i'm like what 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 do we do what do, what do we do what like it, it comes down to the training at this point in my eyes i'm just like you guys are not training realistically to to de-escalate you guys are training to escalate and then execute and so that i'm glad ej had time out to talk to us about the training and 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 how it's yeah. supposed to go and all that stuff so um shout out to him shout out to everybody who tuned in i know it wasn't the the normal funny haha everybody have a good time type stuff but this i'm, I'm being selfish like needed. i said it's, it's a whole smoke we needed it it's it's a we needed this shit. if this 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 is the kind of discussion that was made for when when black was doing the the dialogue podcast this is i felt like this needed to happen like a discussion and all this stuff so um, not only the pitmasters hear this, but when it goes public and all that stuff, hopefully this this brings some kind of awareness to what's going on. Um, you got a show hosted by two black African American male. I mean, you know what I'm saying? It's we have concerns, and to have a, a law enforcement officer come on and talk about it, and then uh, in the comments, pitmasters who of all races and ethnicities come in and, and chime in about it. Because at the end of the day, I think everybody is just like, bro, just treat everybody good. You know, I think that's all we want to talk about. I yep. think that's, at the end yep. of the day, everybody should be, the cops should do their thing, resist, or not resist, but restrain, arrest, and then everybody sees their day in court. Um, they shouldn't be Judge Dredd out here, Judge during Executioner, and ending people's lives before they have a chance to, to, uh, you know what I'm saying? Like defend themselves in court. So Yeah. I'm sorry yeah. this shit I'm sorry this shit wasn't as fun as last week talking about nineties animated movies. No, nah, this was when we look back at this shit, this is probably one of our best shows, bro. Like honestly. And I was gonna save this for off camera, but I'm gonna say it on camera. This is probably one of our best shows. And judging from the comments is it's like uh <laughs> what did Mikey say? I cannot express how much I love that Willie just called it the class six and not the shop at. I'm an old, I'm, I'm, I'm an old head, man. We're old school. I'm an old head, bro. Yeah, we're old school. <laughs> like, I'm an old head. I do that's what I we do. Get the I do it, bro. That Paul Masson? Hey, tell me yeah. about that $11 Paul Masson, that broke ad, the, yeah. the broke airman. That uh, A1C money? That A1C, <laughs> that A1C Hennessy. That's, that's what that shit was. God yep. damn it. That's that A1C money right there. Trying to Palmasan and Coke. This shit'll just get you right just like Hennessy. It did not. Palmasan <laughs> does not get you right like Hennessy. I'll just tell you that right now off the rip. It knocked you out. <laughs> Why does hold up. Okay. So I'm looking at the comments. Why does everybody think I'm so far gone? Why does everybody think I'm lit? Well, you probably We had a full conversation <laughs> about real law enforcement shit. And y'all, did, did y'all think I was just off the top, just drunk talking about this shit? Is that what y'all was thinking? I probably ain't caught up now. I'm probably ain't caught up, so. I'm sitting here looking at this shit. 
What up, Speedy? Oh my God, Speedy. Let me tell you, I am so mad you're not coming to Loop, but I know you're gonna do good things at a uh, DM. Hopefully, you come visit Loop, and we can all, you know, chill and do our shit. Uh, you know how many real conversations I fucked up? I start. I know I started <laughs> off pretty lit, Carl. I know, Goonie. Don't come in. Let me tell you something. I can't. Hey, that's in, the point, though. I came no, in. You gotta lit. set the tone. Like, you have to set the tone for what the what the mood what the room's gonna be. So he came in. He came in great with it. You know what I mean? Like, I knew. I knew when he hopped in the chat. I knew. I knew when he hopped in. I was like, oh, we about to have fun tonight. Oh, yeah. We we about to we going in tonight. And he was like, you know what? Let's talk about some real shit. You know what, Mac? Let's talk about some real shit. You know what I mean? Like, let's talk about some real shit tonight. Yeah. We're gonna we're gonna have a real conversation tonight. I don't care. You know what I mean? I know I know you had I know you had a roll call. It's fine. It's fine. We we've all been to roll calls, right? You know what I mean? Like it happens. It happens. But guess what? We we came in. We had a real conversation. Shit was deep. And you know what? I damn it. I prefer I prefer this version of Willie. And you know what? That almost brought out the the rant black. It it almost did. It almost did. Cause you know, stay there. Don't go nowhere. Don't don't. (laughs) Oh, oh, like oh, oh my God! Oh, so don't you change uh, before we end this and. uh, again, I want I want to say shout out to my homeboy, uh, Black Mac, because he had a whole he had a whole show plan, but I was just like, bro, this shit has just been on my heart this week, and I want to talk about it, um, and I I want to make sure we include you all as the pit masters for your opinions on stuff because I understand that that I can get tunnel vision on certain things. Uh, because I feel certain ways or whatnot. And you guys keep me grounded because everybody is from every race, every ethnicity, every... Like, like this group is amazing with the backgrounds everybody come from. We can come together and yes. talk about this stuff. So it's not an echo chamber. Um, so before we started, he was playing this music. I was like, bro, I, I have some shit on my heart that I want to talk about. And he was like, okay, let's get real. And apparently for two hours and 21 minutes, outside of talking about the sponsors and shit, um, it was a great discussion. Um, yes, definitely. I, I, I could not have imagined because when I was doing my own podcast, I was talking about incidences like this solo by myself because I didn't have a group. I didn't have people backing me. Um, To have a community um, where discussion like this is allowed or uh, not allowed because, I mean, it's our group. We we do what we want, but... Yeah, we... Yeah. (laughs) But, but, (laughs) but to where it is, it is, it is, you know you know what I'm saying, like approved and people see it and they, they want to participate in it. Um, it, it is amazing because I've seen this group of people in this group and I'm just like, 
why can't the rest of people be like this? You know, why can't the rest mm -hmm. of uh, America be like this? Why can't the rest of Facebook sit here and, and listen and talk and have real discussions about shit? And because, like, I'm down for the memes, too. I'm down for the videos. I'm down for whatever. I'm down to have fun on social media. But you got to have discussions like this. You, you just can't not have discussions like this. Right. And expect. I think I think that's, that's that's what makes DFPN what it is, is the fact that uh, no, no, no subject is really off limits, man. Like, speak your truth. Right. You know what I'm saying? Speak your shit. And if people fuck with it, cool. You know what I'm saying? If people don't fuck with it, cool. But speak your shit. You know what I'm saying? And thanks to thanks to all the pit masters, man. Um, Y'all make this shit easy, really, because we can come in here and have these types of discussions yep. on top of all the all the shenanigans that we do have. Because we, we like to have a ball, too. But, you know, every now and then, like, if if one of these discussions comes up, no problem. You know what I'm saying? And y'all make it y'all make it easy because y'all contribute. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So thank y'all. Thank y'all so much for fucking with us like that. Yeah. For real, for real. Shout out to all the pit masters who uh, purchased shot glasses. Um, like I said, uh, the number of glasses are, are dwindling. Uh, next shipment went out today, so they should have their shit obviously by uh, hopefully Tuesday or Wednesday next week. But uh, we have like ten glasses left. I didn't, I didn't think these glasses would go so fast. Obviously, like twenty five of them went to the the patrons, but these other ones have been going pretty quick. Patrons have been ordering extra glasses and shit. So, um, like I said, if shot glasses become a thing, you know, we'll order another batch. Um, you know. Expect updated prices, but we have OCP patches for the smoke pit, embrace debate, all that good stuff mm -hmm. on deck. They should be here by the end of May, according to the website. So, um, expect those to come quick because I know a lot of people have been getting the patches and wearing them with their flight suits, OCPs, whatever. Mm -hmm. This is that's dope stuff. Spot too. This is military. Thank y'all. So I yeah, like that's dope. Spot. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Yes. But we're going to get you some real shit that you can wear on the Friday morale day where people look at, oh, what is that? Oh, what is... Because if you go out there with the, the full color that filling podcast shit, they'd be like, man, take that bullshit ass off. You can't wear that in OCPs. <laughs> so I'm going to try and wear some shit. You know, I'm going to get the sample patch. I'm going to try and wear it, see how far I can get away with it, you know, before somebody say some shit. But um, expect that shit on the way. Uh, and... Like I said, thank you, Black, for allowing me to... I'm going to look this way because I'm looking at you. Uh, <laughs> for allowing me yes. to to get this shit off my chest because this is something that I've been holding all week. And I didn't know if I was going to have to do a separate podcast for this because, you know, we were just going to come in here and have a good time on the smoke pit. But, I mean, it seems like everybody was ready for this real discussion. You know what I'm saying? And I appreciate yeah. everybody for being yeah, real and being real for this shit. So... Uh, thank you for letting me, uh, for allowing me to be late. First of all, not allowing me. Sorry for being late, but thank you for, for prepping the show. Thank you for prepping the show, getting this shit ready. Uh, for when I came in the door, I can jump right in here. Cause look, 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 let me show you guys something. If you're watching, I came in here, I put on the wrestling with my thoughts. Bro, came in here straight. I eight. love it. OCP pants, bro. <laughs> OCP pants. I just came in here, took the boots off, 
Took the boots off, put the wrestling with my thoughts podcast shirt on, and I was just like, "Hey, it's podcast time!" Hey, hey, I'm, I'm like, fifty percent, fifty percent DFPN, fifty percent get your ass back at work type shit. But uh, I'm loving it. Thank you, thank you for that, Mac. I, I appreciate the shit that you do for the DFPN, man. I thank you for the shit you've been asking, uh, helping me out with, man. I appreciate it. No problem. Oh, speaking of which, before we go, uh, to all my smokers out there, um, there may or may not have been an inquiry about grinders and trays. So, uh, if you are a smoker, I do have a question to ask you, aka Aunt Boogie, where the fuck are you? Because I need you, I need your advice. So you know uh, what? Hit me you up because can we put the pressure on Aunt Boogie? Because my man came back with an episode yeah. two for his podcast, and it had me and you both in our feelings, and then he yes. just went away. Keep the pressure yes. on this dude. Keep pressure on Aunt Boogie. If you are in this group, I know he posted today. Like, what do we got to do to get this to one point four? Get in the comments and be like, what do we have to do to get episode three of Aunt Boogie podcast? Yes, we need it. <laughs> Challenge this man. Challenge this man to get us this we podcast. I I love the the support he's given us, but at the same time, I, I haven't been to his page to see how many followers he has. But we're going to support. I don't know if you noticed. I've been posting uh, members of the group in here, like, hey, their Instagram page needs this many people to reach this milestone. Yeah. I am that that's the shit I'm on right now. That is the shit I'm on. Supporting the, the the small people trying to get out there to do their thing. So if you got an Instagram page, if you got a TikTok, if you got a Facebook group, if you got a whatever you got. I swear to God, if you just don't post it in the goddamn smoke pit podcast fan group so we can support your ass. Post it. Y'all better get y'all better get on the shit that I am on because I am willing to go broke supporting motherfuckers. My wife ain't watching right now. Let me double check to make sure that she ain't one of the ones watching. Cool, she ain't. Okay, I'm willing to go broke supporting y'all motherfuckers right now. You know? <laughs> I'm willing to go broke supporting y'all. Post y'all shit in here. Because I want y'all to support us, man. It's, 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 you scratch my back, I scratch yep. yours. And you don't even Take have to scratch my money. back. You don't even have to scratch my back. Ask, ask, ask Brian and Kay. You know what I'm saying? STC. You know what I'm saying? Oh man. Ask, ask, I'll be on I'll be on I'll be on B Rex shit heavy. Bro. Post your heavy. shit. Post your shit and we'll support you. Ask Goonie, man. I'm about Y'all, y'all better get ready to go support Goonie's IG page, aka Pitmaster Carl Signs. Y'all better get ready to support his shit. His his never never say die fitness. Y'all better get ready because I'm about to post that shit in here. We trying to get him to a number. And then y'all better get ready to support Black Mac. We got 1.3 thousand in here. Well, y'all better get ready to push this motherfucker over 500. Like, I need at plays. least at least 500. Y'all better go follow this man on on IG, and then then we'll talk about plays and streams. But we trying to get his number <laughs> up on IG. I want to see blue check marks next to my motherfuckers in here. That's what I want to see. Yes. I want to see verified Facebook, verified Twitter. Verified IG, verified. 
That's what I want to see. Please. That is Verify what I want to see. Yes. <laughs> Verify uh, us. Please. Like the smoke pit has an IG account. I that that'll come later. I'm trying to I'm trying to get these people set. Set. Yes. I, yes. I may be tipsy at this point. The crown peach has set <laughs> Yeah, that, this I'm trying to get them this wood for reserve catching up me. Yes, it's catching up. Uh, we'll go ahead and let y'all go. I, that, that's all I got. I thank you guys for tuning in to this real talk, this real discussion. Thank you, EJ, Eric Johnson, Pit Master EJ, for 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 jumping in with us um, and providing your input and insight as a law enforcement officer. Um, I low-key want to talk about Falcon Winter Soldier because we didn't do it last week. I don't know if you want to do it tomorrow. Because, I mean, it's it's 1045 let's, now. So let's I'm do like, it tomorrow. All right. Yeah, let, let's do it tomorrow because we got some shit to talk about. Y'all, please watch that show. Please watch <laughs> that show. Because this will be a Patreon-only Patreon thing. So we're not going to spoil anything for the general public. If you're a Patreon, just know... Please watch it. If you haven't watched it, don't watch the video until you watch it. But uh, episode five or four and five. Woo! Woo! Lord Jesus. Lord Woo! Jesus. Let me tell you, being who I am, that discussion between uh, Sam and Isaiah Bradley. Lord. Bro, I'm like, Marvel, if you just don't fucking stop making me feel feels, we're going to have problems. Bro, when he said, ah. Uh, yes. With, he said some shit in that bro, episode. I, I, he said some shit. Don't. Some shit. I, I was like. I, don't. I was you, like. I was like, oh, Lord, yes. There was that one, is factual. There was one line he said where I was like, oh, shit. How you feel, Sam? Oh. What you gonna say, Sam? Yep. He was like, You, you can't, can't say that? shit. I'ma stop. You, you think that's shit? Well, yeah. <laughs> Sam was just like, You right. You right. <laughs> you been through some shit. You right. Yeah. You right. However, y'all need to watch that shit because when we go live tomorrow in Patreon, talk about this shit. We want interaction. So if you're not a Patreon yes. member, remember. Patreon.com slash Podcast. For our, for, our, uh, for our Patreon members, so we didn't play it tonight, but join us tomorrow. We'll play Black Car Revoke. Uh, there may be money involved. So Hold up. What? I'm feeling I, generous. Can I get money? You can't get money, but the patrons can get money. That's racist. Because you're hosting. That's racist. <laughs> <laughs> Racist. The black man can't get money. <gasps> I hate you. <laughs> what time are we trying to do this uh, live episode? Because uh, Hip Hop Chief is trying to get me on his podcast tomorrow night at about 5, 6 o'clock local Pacific. So um, so let's do let's do uh, let's do about how about one? Does that sound good? One Pacific, one work. four Eastern, one local because Speedy is asking. Okay, let's do it then. Well, Speedy about to be over here on this Arizona time anyway. Hurry up and get over here, Speedy. Shit. 
<laughs> me and me and Kendra's wait, bro. Get out here already. All right, man. Hey, I I got nothing left. Uh, Pit nope. Masters, I love y'all. I love y'all. Everybody who tuned in. I'm looking at the numbers. It says five in this thing. I I love everybody who tuned in. Cause I mean, I know it's like 1:48 in the morning East Coast. So yeah. I mean, I know it's late. Yeah. I know it's, it's late. late. My apologies for starting late. He was ready at six. I was not ready at six. I was uh, turned up a little bit. So um, <laughs> thank y'all for tuning in because the, the majority of the show, the shit we were talking about, a majority of y'all were here for. So thank you for tuning in listening yeah. to that part. Um, that's all I got, man. That's what you got for him, Black? That's it, man. Until next week. Uh, thank y'all for watching. Thank y'all for tuning in. Thank y'all for being loyal. Um, hopefully, this is worth it for y'all, man. So, if y'all like it, tune back in next week. We back to the shenanigans, man. But until then, I am the homie bred like a king. Made us Kelvin Caitley. I am the illustrious, abominable, always grateful, <laughs> always appreciative, <laughs> homie. Mac, aka your boy. <laughs> All right, man. Thank y'all for tuning in to the Smoke Pit. See y'all next week. Salute. <laughs>